The following podcast contains naughty language and ridiculous situations. Listener discretion is advised. Two in the box, ready to go. We be fast and they be slow. Welcome to Trick or Treat Radio. Welcome to episode 403 of Trick or Treat Radio. Trick or Treat Radio is the world's most dangerous podcast and is recorded in front of an undead studio audience here at Castle Wolfenstein at the Lair of Lost Swag within the Raven Chateau, within Casa de Zero, within uh, the, the, the Lair of, of War, I guess if you will. Uh, so yes, once again, we are broadcasting from four remote locations and we're, you know what, just for the fuck of it, we're going to try to add a fifth person in later. This should go great. So we're going to have five people from five different locations in uh, not not five different time zones. That would be too hard. But no, we're not doing that. So we are here. We are in the midst of uh, a global pandemic. We're all trying to, to make it make it work. Raven Shadow is getting very lonely over there in the Raven Chateau. It's the, no, I'm here. I'm hanging out with Aries and Monster Zero. I'm not sure if you guys can see yeah, this. You're not social the- distancing here. No, no. Hey, what do you think, Aries? I think you're really funny, Raven Shadow. And uh, you see the pictures I have? What the hell see. is that? Yes. <laughs> Where'd you get see those that? pictures? Yeah. Is you're, that? That's oh, you have you? free time on your hands. No, I have a network, okay? And I, people get me, send me photos. And I got, oh, my God. I got, so people, like, stalk them for you and then print up photos? I'm just going to stroke oh, Gary oh. right now. You see this? Would you look at and then I have a photo of Monster Zero outside of uh, Art Bradish right here. You oh see my this? God. <laughs> you chose the Art Bradish one? This could be a year without Art Bradish, MZ. Oh, uh, my. oh my God, MZ. I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. Take, 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 you know what? You're better off just taking a picture of a hot dog. You know, that's what I've become now. Yeah, well, I have a I have a black sharpie right here. You'll see what you're going to be doing uh, as the show progresses. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I get I so much over the past few weeks. You what? I've eaten, I've eaten I've eaten so much food and watched so much porn over the past three oh weeks. Oh my god! What what happened to walking? I thought you were walking. Yeah, what happened to that? Uh, I'm only walking. I'm only walking to the kitchen and the bathroom now. Oh. Jesus Christ. Sometimes a, a trot and a run to the bathroom, but other than that, yeah, yeah, it's more of a, more of a trot to the bathroom now than anything. <laughs> oh my god, MZ! Come on, you really you're right. not you're not you you gave up walking already? You give uh, up for Lent? Yes, and I stopped wearing white too. So how do you like? <laughs> 
Oh man. So before we get too deep into anything here, let's let's talk about what's happening tonight. So uh, as I mentioned, we are going to be joined by a guest. Hopefully, if everything works out right, and uh, we're going to have old friend of the show, Professor Jay, joining us. I'm looking forward to that. It's been a while since we have Professor Jay on the show. He's a smart guy, and uh, he loves film, and and uh, always love talking to him. One of my longtime friends. I think I knew him. I think I've known him longer than Raven Shadow and Aries. Not quite as long as MZ, but I've known him uh, longer than you guys. And really? Yeah, I met him at the video store, and I, I met you guys through the video store in in an indirect way. So, so yeah. All right, all right. So uh, Professor Jay is going to be joining us from, I believe he's still in North Carolina, North Kakalaki, uh, but we'll be joined by Professor Jay in a little bit to discuss the film Butt Boy, <laughs> which our guest, Professor Jay, uh, recommended that we watch. And so we're going to talk about Butt Boy. This, oh, this, this this joke's never going to end this entire episode, is it, Raven Channel? I don't even know, man. There's a lot. There's a lot of a lot of just 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 take in and sit on. What? I don't know. Oh, Marion! Marion just uh, pointed out to me that I forgot to re- update the text for uh, this live show. So thank you. I'm going to do that right now. <laughs> I thought I had everything all set. And uh, I did not. So I was going to say something, and I'm like, ah, he's got to know that it's like that now. No, nah. that, that still left. No, I didn't know. <laughs> yes, I got like three three screens. Yeah, I got all the stuff going on here. So you're like Batman in the Batcave. You're like voice analyzing. You're talking to the Justice League. <laughs> like trying to solve crimes. It eat like fucking lettuce sandwiches that Alfred provided. You got a lot going on. <laughs> I just say Bombaleo. Yeah, exactly. So, yes, we're going to be talking about Butt Boy with uh, our boy, Professor Jay. And uh, the name uh, or, or the film is, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to talk a little bit about this because uh, it was directed, written by, composed, score composed by, and starring the same person, Tyler Kornack. So we'll be talking about uh, talking about that a little bit later, and we'll just get get the rundown. Jay's doing uh, he, Professor Jay's doing some pretty cool stuff now. He runs a a film series uh, in Charlottesville, I believe it's Charlottesville, North Carolina, where he is. And obviously, with the way things are going, with the stay at home orders and all this, obviously, and the social distancing, obviously there is no movie theaters open. So, kind of curious to find out how Jay's uh, continuing to get this going. And, uh, you know, he's got some cool stuff up his sleeve, so I'll, I'll, I'll let him talk about it, though. But, you know, he's finding a way to continue to make it happen, and uh, it's, it's kind of exciting. And I think it's, it's going to move not just what Jay's doing. I mean, just in general with the way that films are going. It's, I think it's going to definitely force people's hands into looking into more digital home releases sooner than, than they normally would have thought about that. Have you guys, have you guys, I don't know, like, I know you guys don't, probably don't get a lot of VOD films, but have you guys seen that, that it's been happening where, uh, you know, a lot of films are releasing early or, or doing whatever, doing like releases on YouTube and things like that? Well, that's the big yeah, thing. I'm seeing it a lot. It's been showing up on commercials on TV a lot and, you know, this, and I like how they're promoting it. You know, you can see these movies, it, it, it's, it's almost as if they're, recreating the idea of 
of watching these movies in your own home, like when the first VCR came out and when uh, pre-recorded video video cassettes came out. It's almost along that that idea, only except instead of films that have already been in the theater that we're waiting for. for uh, what? No, go ahead. Sorry, that was just uh, one of one of the many screens I had. It was. <laughs> was uh, snuck oh. through. Folks didn't hear it, only you guys did. Um, but it's all, it's almost along that idea where instead of waiting for the film to come out on video cassette after it's been in theater, now we're just waiting for it to instead of hitting theater, hit your own home. So uh it it's kind of like a resurgence of that kind of uh of uh, marketing. And it's it I I don't know how well it's working or not, you know. I'm sure it is to a certain degree. I don't know how much money the the studios are making from it, but uh, I mean, it, it's the best thing they could. It's the best thing that they could do for right now. Well, one of them was um, Trolls World Tour, which you know obviously is a children's yeah. movie. Um, it actually broke records and nabbed it nabbed the biggest digital debut ever, and that just came out a few days ago. So it is interesting. So Universal put it out, and it, apparently they reported that this was the biggest opening day and opening weekend for digital title with a figure that was 10 times larger than Universal's next biggest traditional digital release, which was Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Now, granted, that had a theatrical run. So I don't know. I don't think this Trolls movie had a theatrical run. I think it Because I think it was supposed to come out, but because the theaters are closed, it didn't. So... I mean, that's promising. The thing I think about that is it's a kid's movie or family movie, whatever. And, uh, you know, I think that a lot of the people who would torrent or pirate a film probably are not the parents. <laughs> you know, like I, I'm sure some do. But, you know, like the, the younger sort of generation is, is probably the people who would torrent and, and, and pirate films where I think that you know, like a family like that probably would buy it legit so that their kids can watch it over and over and over and, and whatever, you know? Well, that's huge. I mean, what is it? If for that stuff, it's like 20 bucks, right? To 20, like, yeah, I think it's 20 bucks, yeah. Now, you get a family of four going to the theater, you know, that's fucking a huge savings already. You know, you can don't oh, have yeah. to, uh, you know, quiet them down. You know, I mean, I was always well-behaved. Um and so the thoughts and prayers in there a little, but other kids who are rambunctious, you don't have to mule in your snacks. I mean, that's fucking huge savings. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, and I, so I think. Oh, go ahead. Ahead. no, go ahead, Aries. Oh. Uh, I think a lot has to do with the fact that all these kids there, they're going stir crazy. So his parents are looking for something new. And the fact that there's a new movie out there, this is like releasing a movie during Christmas vacation, where yeah. it's just everyone swamps to the theater to see this new movie. Well, now there's, everyone's home so they're just looking for the new content and this happened to drop at the right time yeah yeah i, I definitely yeah, this, agree. i definitely agree with that yeah it's 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 gotten to the point where you know you you gotta find something to do and you gotta find something to keep your kids entertained so at this point um using the that trolls movie is a is a perfect uh 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 test to see if this whole thing is going to work out and so far it, uh, you know according to the numbers that that wolfie's thrown out it seems like it is it's working out just fine well and once again like i said that this is a, a family film i think that's going to be different than let's say if wonder woman 84 dropped on digital which there have been some rumors that it might 
if that dropped on digital, I have a feeling the pi- the pirate the piracy would be much higher on a film like that. You know. Oh, so you're sure. saying that that basically you drop it a little bit, and then they're not going to make anywhere near their money. So it's like a losing proposition if they were to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I think trolls, they probably figured, you know what? By the, th- this movie's ready to go. By the time theaters reopen, maybe kids don't care about it anymore. You know. Because you never know with with you know with trends like that, you, I, they probably just said, you know what, let's just tr- put it out there and see, and you know. So I don't know. I mean, but it's it's doing good. I don't I don't have. I'm trying to look to see if there's um, uh, if I could see numbers for how much it made. But I think it was over a hundred million so far, which it's pretty fucking good if that's the case. That'd be good for a theatrical release. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I'll, I'll try to see if I can find uh yeah and it's even like gaining like social social media like it was um trolls world world tour hashtag generated fourteen thousand tweets in the week prior to release so it's almost like they're trying this new kind of like you know viral marketing i mean not new i mean it's something that's been around but they're relying on viral marketing to get people talking about it so kind of interesting now are they given like uh the people who take in trolls or any other movie from here on out for uh, home viewing, are they using that just for rent, or is there a, is there a buy it option? That I don't know. I believe it's a rental right now because I think they would be shooting themselves in the foot if if they had it for sale right away because people can rent it now and then buy it down the road and make more money. You know, so I think it is just for rent, but I, I, I you know, obviously I, I, I can't verify that just yet. I'll look it up. Yeah. It's a, yeah. I, I, I heard that about the, uh, the wonder woman 84 doing that. That in fact, I heard about that movie being available for home release before any other film. Uh, probably because of the expectations of the film, it's going to do very well, you know, if the, in the theaters, you know, provided that they were open, doesn't look like it's going to happen, but, uh, Raven Child was right about the, uh, about the amount of money that, that could possibly be lost in this because you can have a, a, a room full of people. You can have like 15 people in that, in the, in your living room watching this movie for 20 bucks and there goes a revenue of say, maybe, you know, there goes a revenue of 14 other viewers not have really having to pay a thing to see it. Right. I mean, it's about, you know, 20 bucks, sometimes a person to get into the theater, depending on yeah. where you're going or whatnot, you know, it's almost like, like drive-in rules or would they do it like a pay-per-view? Would it be almost like the old school when you buy a VHS tape? Would it be, you know, 60 bucks to get one to them at 84 and everyone comes over and, you know, breaks the curfew and wears masks <laughs> and we can all watch it um, or not and say, fuck it, which is where I'm at at this point. But like, you know, what I'm trying to say, like, how would yeah. you measure that? Like 20 bucks a car load. Well, we yeah. could fit people in your old, you know, white Bronco that you had, Johnny. Um, <laughs> yeah. Or the you know, when Aries and I would you know, go. You know, you're right. You're right about that because I didn't even think about that. It's like, well, we still have this uh, uh, no more than 10 people in a group. So, 
Well, as, and, as, as things relax, you know, you're going to be able to have, you know, a house party. You're going to be able to have 10 or 15 people in your house before a theater can open. So having the digital releases and having a small party be able to view it in your house is going to happen a lot sooner than a theater. Yeah. And the fact yeah. if, yeah, if we if we come back, I think right now we're in like The Walking Dead, like still season one, we like, I can't wait to get back to normal. They're going to find a cure soon. Um, and then like, we will be like fucking Walking Dead season eight, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. It's like each other wearing our skins. Um, we're not coming back to the same world. I mean, there's not going to be any more snow days, guys. You know, really. I mean, for school and for your work job, like everyone will have. This has proven that people can work from home. Um, I'm not sure if there's learning going on with kids because um, I'm retired. But like this is never going to. This is going to change things, whatever we come back to. So, yeah. I mean, you know, is it going to change the way? And maybe this is a great topic for when, when Professor Jay comes on. Will you, do you think we'll see a more scaling back theatrical experience? Maybe where it's not megaplexes. Maybe it's more art house. Or maybe, yeah, your Avengers movie might be in there. But it'll be more a selective theater-going experience. Yeah, you know, and I don't know. Um, it definitely is going to change things. And it's going to, like, one of the big things is a lot of companies now never, like, like they weren't set, they either weren't set up for work from home or didn't want it to happen because, you, you know, because they thought that people couldn't, you know, maybe couldn't uh, focus or, or get their work done on time or whatever. But it was all of a sudden a lot of these non-essential businesses were forced to do it. So... It's. I mean, it's. It's a. It's an awful quick sort of dress rehearsal that appears to be working fairly well. I mean, it's hard to really judge it because we're in a fucking global pandemic, so there's always this sort of like low, sort of like you know, kind of like anxiety that's always there for people. So you can't expect people to work as hard as they might normally. But you know, for for what I do for my company, I mean, we're we're like we're doing fine. You know. And everyone's able to work from home and everyone's getting their shit done for the most part. You know, I, I, I personally don't love working from home because I'm I just have so many distractions here with like podcast stuff and, 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 you know, and all this other stuff that it's just difficult for me sometimes to focus with everything else. But, you know, but it's much better than the alternative of not having a job, you know. Yeah, thanks for that. Well, you know, I wasn't. <laughs> wasn't calling you out. I mean, you know, but I know there's a lot of people who are in that position, which, I mean, you, MZ, obviously you can't work from home. You work in a fucking warehouse, you know? So, you know, there's some jobs that, you know, just can't do it. It's It sucks, you know? And I, I know that I'm lucky. Like, I'm in a good position. And, you know, a lot of my friends, including you, are, are you know, are not as in such a good position. So, you know, it's... Well, a, yeah. It's 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 honestly, I'll tell you the truth. It's really not that terrible. The only thing is is just you know trying to entertain yourself and keep yourself from being bored. Dude, that's but, a, that's a, that's but, a, that would be the last of my troubles. Yeah, but yeah, it's I, suck. But I, I'm making. But it, the weird thing is that I'm making more money sitting on my butt right now than I was working forty hours, forty five hours a week. So stop your bitching. <laughs> Yes, that's no, great. So it's not going to work tomorrow, and I'm <laughs> going to work. And like, I had a phone call. Someone's like, "What are you watching?" I'm like, "I'm not fucking streaming shit, bro." Like, my 
my life hasn't changed aside from I'm not seeing my friends, girlfriend or parents. You know, it's still my schedule is the exact same thing. I still don't, you know, and I'm, and I'm, I'm out of one job, you know, get the part time one. But like, I still don't get settled until eight o'clock at night to watch TV and maybe eat and then do the next day, you know, and it, it keeps the cycle going. So it's yeah, like, yeah. you know, once again, I'm not going to complain because once again, I am lucky. Um, I would like to make more money and get fat and watch TV all day. <laughs> you couldn't get fat if you tried. Yeah, we've been oh, trying yeah. to get you fat for years. That's true. Since 93. You're, you're, the, you're the same now than you were over 20 years ago. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm the same. Yeah, same. Aries was there. He, I'm the same size as I was in high school. Harrier. But. <laughs> like butt boy Harry? Was that what we're talking? We kind of talk about that. <laughs> well, we got a bunch of people hanging out, so we appreciate you guys spending some time with us. Let me see. We have uh, gotta do. Evil Corny says, hi, guys. Are MZ and Aries like Hogwarts paintings now? Yeah, pretty much. They're they're, they're talking from the paintings. Um, Evil Corny also says, falling asleep in the theater isn't the same thing as being well-behaved, Raven Channel. Listen, Corny, do you think it's funny, Aries? No, he doesn't think it's funny. That is okay? very funny. That's <laughs> Uh, our our boy Detective Hot Sauce, our pal, says uh, I could use a Tom Collins right about now. Oh, that's a reference to the film. <laughs> and he says, um, like pay per view parties, kind of like what we're what you guys were talking about with uh, watching movies and getting people together, you know. Mm. And he said the only gathering he's having is a vaccine party. <laughs> oh, pal. we're gonna have a fucking vaccine on a pole, pal. Listen. <laughs> Okay, listen, pal, uh, we get the beef in the ring and a couple of demons. We're going to have a vaccine in the bank match. Yeah. <laughs> listen, pal, you cash it in. You can use it on yourself or your aunt. Who gives a fuck? It's going to be great. Wait, wait, wait. We gotta, all right, we got to talk about this real quick. Did you guys see <laughs> who is named to this fucking council on, on econo- like this economic uh, council that Trump put together? Oh, yeah, yeah. pal. Listen. So let me get this straight. Vince McMahon. Is on the is on the council, and uh, his XFL is is right now going through bankruptcy. Uh, he just laid off almost forty wrestlers and and staff from uh, WWE, and uh, also uh, Linda McMahon, his wife, who is part of Trump's cabinet, uh, donated eighteen and a half million dollars to Trump's reelection campaign. And then the next day, miraculously, WWE was called an essential business. No, no, that was that wasn't the Trump's campaign. That was the Governor DeSantis. Oh, okay. Was it? Oh, okay. I thought it was Trump. Okay. Either way, no. that's a shitload of money for a fucking governor campaign. Jesus Christ! Are you saying there's an angle involved? No, it's I'm sure it's all above board. There's no, there's no. Our pal that's Detective so- Hot Sauce says this Economic Council's good shit, pal. <laughs> you can't make this. Oh my god. Just get like the fucking the Bucks and Cody involved. They can run the fucking promotion. It's it's just unbelievable. Like and apparently also he named people that weren't even contacted about it. Like he just named a bunch of people and were like, Yeah, they're gonna be part of this and they were never even like notified. 
and said that that he's using their name without their permission. So, <laughs> unreal, unbelievable. So yeah, Vince McMahon's part of this fucking economic council. <laughs> well, why not? Why not? I I legit and and I think uh, I can't remember. It might have been Marion who posted it. I think to the Trick or Treat Radio group, and yeah. I legit thought it was satire, and I think she did too at first. I, I and then I saw people keep posting it, and I saw it from like legit sites or more legitimate sites, and I was like, whoa, 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 this isn't fucking satire. <laughs> be so funny if it was it'd be great if it was and then but it's not yeah, yeah and the crazy thing about it is all of these people he named are like heads of of like commissioners of like sport uh sports leagues like roger goodell and like all like vince mcmahon dana, dana white all these people rely on ticket sales and people to be in like in the fucking stands do you think they're gonna have everyone's best interest in mind are you kidding me? They never had people's best interest, just their own. Dana White tried to you buy. A, Dana White tried to buy a fucking island to have like a blood sport or Mortal Kombat style fucking like, <laughs> like fighting ring on like an island. Oh shit, pal! We're gonna get Shang Sun and he's gonna be nice. <laughs> Shang Sun. <laughs> Who are they gonna get for Goro? El Goro. Yeah. yeah. Oh, of course. <laughs> oh god it's, it's fucking like, ridiculous it's a fucking nightmare jesus you have to laugh at it though you That's really do it's all, it. let's all, it's all you can do let's fuck end it let's end it what end the world <laughs> let's start over man let's <laughs> yeah. see what the new dinosaurs can bring for maybe uh, like there'll be a new jurassic world uh Marion posted a, a gif of uh President Camacho from Idiocracy. <laughs> and uh our pal Detective Hot Sauce says we're living idiocracy. We are. Oh man. Uh Corny says Raven Shadow and I were talking about something that will be uh recon before all this is over. There will be gladiator in the new continuity. Can you expand on that, Raven Shadow? What does that mean? Do you know what he's talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I was drinking a little bit. Uh, yeah, that was it. Uh, no, it was great. No, I've been having like some real great uh, fucking conversations with uh, with with Corny. Uh, wait, wait, how do you know they're great? You can't even remember them. I had a good time. Okay, I heard no, you had a good I, conversation just, with Rocky. Oh my god, he was talking was nice. about you. Oh, I fucking love him so much. Um, <laughs> no, the. We, but one thing that's been keeping me going is Rocky's live, um, live, uh, live streaming. Shows? Yeah, on Saturday. So this past this past Saturday, not only did Rocky fucking go fuck. I asked him like, "How like, how long's your usual set?" He's like forty five minutes. This dude looked like fucking like yeah, like two almost, and a half hours. Yeah, ripping down. Uh, it rhymes with ong. It's um, <laughs> and, so after watching that, then Corny calls me up. So I'm talking to him. Now it's fucking quarter or three in the morning. <laughs> so we, um, and it was great. It was great. Um, I think, I think Johnny, you were in the chat. Marion was in the chat. Yeah. Uh, Slagoth was in the, on the, on the Rocky thing. Um, so I, I do remember most of that as we ended Corny. Most. It, it was, it was quarter or three, bro. Um, and then Rocky and I talked the other night. We were texting back and forth and it was like, Let's just talk. And we just talked and talked. And it was awesome. Oh my God. Piece of comics. 
Uh, Legends of Tomorrow, Star Wars, how awesome Corny and Slagar, the new Y Johnny. It was just like nice. It was just blowing out. You didn't talk about MZ or uh, Aries, though? You talked about me, but not them? No, I actually talked about Aries um, a lot about how I met him. I talked about uh, very good oh, you things. You gave him the origin story. I did. Oh, it was, it was fucking oh you know what? We should do that on Patreon. We should have uh, personal phone calls with Michael Raven Shadow. <laughs> would you would you do that? Yeah, we <laughs> talk all right. we'll fucking read. That way, it'll keep you busy during your quarantine, and then yeah. uh, you know maybe people can have fun with it. Oh, can we you're, do, gonna be, can we... you're gonna be drunk and or stone though. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I can twist my fucking arm, Aries, <laughs> and fuck myself all the time when I'm not at work job. I'm oh. low. <sighs> We gotta we gotta consider this. If anyone thinks this is a good idea and would pay for this, yeah. let us know. <laughs> yeah, just fucking vibe. I tell you, man, this been, this is something that Corny said that I fucking laughed my fucking balls off. I didn't want to say it, but he made a fucking joke about Bobby Drake that I am fucking still laughing about to this day. <laughs> and you know that if you heard our com phone call, but he made the funniest fucking joke. We should record was, those phone calls too. I was thinking about that. I'm like, that's a fucking podcast. Me and Rock. It'll just be like it'll be like guest appearances with the Raven Shadow. Just just conversations. We'll, we'll release these private conversations that you have when you're drunk and high. Oh, it'd be so fucking nice. It would be great. And I would remember. I'd be like, yeah. And I would get the Gladiator reference a oh couple my, days later. Oh my God! Uh, Detective Hot Sauce says Raven Shadow after midnight on Twitter. That I would was, be the, yeah. that would be the hashtag Raven Shadow after midnight. Or confessions from the lair. Yeah, I was thinking. <laughs> Confessions, Raven Confessions, uh, Shadow, I don't know, something. <laughs> from the level. Oh, and even yeah. t- uh, Tim Nice says, even I had a brief exchange with Raven Shadow this week. Ooh, vibe, yeah, it was so nice, man. You fucks with Fuck him? You. I was fucking with Tim Nice today. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Raven Shadow talking to people. Yeah. All right, well, if anyone wants in on this, uh, maybe we can call them the Blackout Sessions, since that's... Uh, Ooh. <laughs> Where you don't remember a damn fucking thing. <laughs> the, bla- the blackout tapes. <laughs> the blackout tapes. <laughs> All right. I think if uh, if anyone wants in on this, uh, on the uh, blackout tapes, uh, let us know. Maybe we'll make it one of the perks on, uh, on Patreon. <laughs> that's a I fucking just, thing. That's pretty good. Yeah, let's do that, man. Uh, that has <laughs> You get a call a month if you if you're a Patreon uh, supporter, you get a you get a call with Raven Shadow once a month. Yeah, I'll do it like I'll do it like uh, like the cable company. Like I'll give you a time frame Listen, <laughs> yeah. between, time between between twelve and three a.m. <laughs> and you have to call him. He's not going to bother to call you. He'll be too passed out. <laughs> oh, if he's passed out, he ain't answering as as uh, as Aries can attend to attest to. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, Corny doesn't remember his joke about Bobby Drake. He says, "So you might have made that up." No, no. Uh, uh, sleep, 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 sleep. Oh, ah, all right. So yeah, the blackout tapes. I, I like this. I like this. Yeah, I think we can uh, get something going. Be great. And yeah, oh man, maybe we can get like some a third person on the call. I could bring somebody like a three way call. Third person. Yeah. Why are you going to make it creepy? Yeah. yeah. 
I'll be like, yo, Bombaleo Vessa, I'm here with Aries. No, I'm not getting involved in this. Oh, you're getting fucking involved, <laughs> sir. Uh, I want to do this Aries. We haven't talked for more than two hours in probably a decade. Just him and I, it'd be nice. What are you talking about? We do a three-hour show every week. Him and I, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> here, you guys can I mean, have the rest of the show is all yours. I mean, there was one night that Aries and I were in Denny's at like 11 o'clock to like 2 a.m. And we just we had a pack of uh, X-Men uh, trading cards in the 90s. And we went in by every single car. We redesigned everyone's fucking costume. And it turns out everyone had black suits at the end. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, all, all I see Ollie rocking a Red Sox uh, jersey. He is. He's really bummed about uh, spring training being uh, canceled. Yeah, or maybe this season. Could be good. That's actually. Uh, it's actually. There's a reason for that. What's the reason? He's been. He's getting one of those things where he's biting his paw. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm trying to keep him off the cone. So. <laughs> it's, it's, is that like a euphemism for drugs? Is Holly on the drugs? <laughs> keep him he's off the on- cone. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, the sleeve uh, kind of like tricks him, so yeah. he's not eating. It as much, but if he keeps it up, it's going to be, uh, you know, children of the corn, cone, rather. <laughs> children of the cone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm legit. If if uh, if people want uh, the the blackout tapes, if that's something that people are interested in, let us know. Obviously, you can uh, reach out just live. Uh, well, if if you're watching the streaming live, uh, or podcast at trickortruerated.com on uh, email. And uh, or just social media, where, wherever. Let us know if that's something you'd be interested in. Maybe we'll add that. We have uh, Mr. Fuckface Just Kid is uh, now in the chat room. Yes. <laughs> All right. So let's see. Well, hopefully we can connect up with uh, with our buddy Professor Jay in just a, in just a bit here. It's hopefully going to be around nine. So maybe we should start to wind things down a little bit. And was there anything else? Uh, oh, I, I know what I want to ask you guys. Did uh, did you guys get your stimulus stimulus checks? Do you qualify? I don't. I don't know. Like, did everyone get their stimulus check yet? I got mine. All right. Yeah. You got yours, Raven Shadow. Kinda. Um, <laughs> kinda. What do you mean, kinda? Kinda. Yeah. What does that mean, kinda? Well, this is peeling back the curtain a little bit, I guess. Um, <laughs> Maybe this could be for the blackout tapes. Um, <laughs> because I'm, I'm sharing with everyone right now. So uh, I still got to do some more research on it. But because of the way uh, we're still filing taxes based on a oh, old, old continuity, it ends up that we're splitting that dollar amount, not getting individual ones. Oh, oh okay. So he went to your account, is that what you're saying? No, yeah, it was just basically because because of the way of of the filing and we trying to just wrap that old business up. But we can't go anywhere to file, you know, sign paperwork and shit. But because of the filing, yeah, we get we have to split half. I got so you. instead of two getting the twelve, it's it's twelve amongst two. Yeah, it's still twelve. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Great. All right, well, so you did get yours. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking great. It's gone. 
I bought oil today. <laughs> oil, oil is a dollar fucking seventy nine a gallon now, so that's pretty good. Did you that- buy more than ten dollars worth? Yeah. <laughs> What's well, yeah, my yeah, furnace? So- Aries, okay, but yeah. Oh, so you do, we do twenty? Twenty, yeah. <laughs> was that was that last half of a night? Maybe. It'll be warm soon. <laughs> oh man. So that's good. I'm glad you guys get your stimulus. Um, Did you get yours? I'm not going to say. <laughs> well, oh, wait. You're not. I don't qualify. I don't qualify. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, balling. <laughs> Bruce Vane. Well, the the big one is I got. It, it's uh the the thing that really screwed me was I got um. The like uh, to move down to Maryland, I got like um, relocation money, and that counts against your taxes. So it was a pretty, pretty, you know, pretty good amount to take care of everything. So, so I think, I think that, you moved to Maryland. I think you moved to Maryland so you could be closer to Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I can go to the, so I can go to the funeral when it ha- when it happens. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we should start to wrap things up. One one thing uh, that happened this week, I was able to finally get the Patreon episode out. So if you guys want to hear Monster Zero and myself on a panel with Cassandra Peterson, otherwise known as Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. You can go ahead and uh, check out the latest post on Patreon. We just put that out. So it's about a, we did about a 30-minute panel, and I did a, just a quick little intro just to kind of intro, set it up. The audio quality is 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 mostly good, but my microphone uh, was a little bit too hot, so it got a little bit distorted. Uh, otherwise, it's it should be listenable. I don't think it's 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 not like it's not going to kill your ears because I made sure that it, it wouldn't do that, but. But otherwise, it's a it was a it was fun to take part in that. I know uh, MZ had a lot of fun, a lot of anxiety as well, the, the leading up to it. Yeah, a lot of blood rushing from my brain. <laughs> yeah, to other places. Um, but uh, no, it was a lot of fun. So if you guys want to hear the uh, the panel that we did with Elvira uh, at Scarecon in 2019, it is now on Patreon. If uh, if you guys are not already. Our supporters on Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash trick-or-treat-radio. And, uh, and there, if you guys get into the $5 a month tier, you can go ahead and get all of the exclusive Patreon episodes that we've put out. I think we've put out nine now. So we're, we're getting up there. We're getting some good good amount of content. Uh, so I believe, yeah, so that was number nine. So that means basically... It's just, you know, nine additional episodes that won't ever, I mean, we have no plans to put them out on the on the normal feed. These are just Patreon exclusives. So if you guys uh, want to hear some extra stuff, especially if you have some time to kill during the, uh, you know, the, the pandemic, you get some more time to kill, you want to listen to a bunch of idiots talk uh, to, to pass the time and uh, three hours a week isn't enough for you. You can go check that out, and uh, there's there's a bunch of good stuff. We got some film commentaries on there. We got some just some random conversations. Try to give you guys something a little bit different than we give you on the on the weekly show. So go check that out, and go ahead and uh, help support the show and keep us going. Because uh, you know I know times are lean for for a lot of people out there, 
And as we've been talking about a lot, you know, just make sure to support the artists that you really enjoy, not just us, just everyone in general. Uh, I'll give a real quick shout out to um, you guys, uh, you know, uh, come to expect this, but you guys know I'm a big fan of Devin Townsend and I was supposed to see him live a couple weeks ago, but the show got postponed, obviously. And but he is doing live shit, live, live streaming shows and he's doing one this Saturday. And so I bought a ticket to that just so I could, you know, get the live experience. And also it's um, he's donating all the money. So he's not he's not taking a dollar from from it. All the money that he's raising for these is going to support uh, hospitals to help with, uh, you know, PPE and, and whatever, whatever else. So it's a good cause. And I, I love that, uh, you know, artists are doing this type of thing. So. Basically, he said, you know, it's a recommended donation of 20 bucks, but you can pay as much as you want. And then the high, the highest donors get free shit. Like he's given like a, like a huge prize pack for the people who give the highest amount. So pretty cool stuff. And, and it helps support, you know, the hospitals and, and stuff like that. So it's, it's good to see some, some artists doing things like that. Obviously, a lot of artists are struggling. So maybe they're not in the position to do that. But uh, definitely make sure, if, especially since you guys got your stimulus checks, you know, it would help to, to go help support the artists because, I mean, the creators and the artists are the people that are keeping us sane right now for the most part, you know, with, with films and with music and comics and books and all that kind of shit. Right, Raven Shadow? Oh, yeah. And don't forget the folks who work at the package stores. Listen. <laughs> Do you tip them? Yeah. Yeah. No, I fucking say big ups yourself. <laughs> uh, yeah, I actually. <laughs> go, go ahead. No, no, I was just, I mean, I'm just laughing at Raven Shadow. Oh, <laughs> nothing new. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, there's, um, there's, you know, some great stuff going on out there. And, and I have a feeling, once again, uh, maybe we'll talk a little bit more about this with Professor Jay when he's on. But I think that we're going to see some more of this stuff, especially with, uh, with concerts and with artists. I think we're going to see some more streaming stuff. And you know what? Like, as we've found out, it opens up the world to you, right? Like, when we're doing... Um, you know, when, when, when we were just doing the thing, you know, around the Denny's table, around the diner table, obviously it's just us. No one's listening to us, but you know, then doing the, the, the doing live shows, we, we can open it up and people can come hang out with us and watch us act like idiots. But with the podcast, you know, we have basically the entire world is available to us and, and we can, we can reach the people who, who, you know, are on the same wavelength as us. And that's a, that's a real cool thing. And, and I think that, you know, especially if there's artists out there, I mean, they can only tour certain places. They can't hit everywhere in the fucking world. So there's people that are going to miss out. And the great thing with this, I think, is that, you know, live streaming, you have the opportunity to see your favorite artists no matter what. You know, maybe it's not going to be that close, intimate sort of uh, venue where you can kind of like, you know, reach out and touch them. But, you know, this is uh, this the next best thing in, in this day and age. Well, that was the thing about watching the the Rocky show on Saturday, um, and I, I, you know, I don't go on the Trick or Treat Radio chat when we're doing the show because I guess we're, I'm I'm doing the show. Um, but it was great to be able to chime in, and I'd never done something like that before uh, before Rocky started doing this, and said you were there, Johnny, Marion, um, and I felt like we were all in the same bar because yeah. he was doing his kind of like you know his his shtick just in his house. And fortunately, he didn't have to fucking drive on the way home. Um, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Out yeah, it would have been trouble. Episode. But yeah, like, I mean, I was down at my bar and truly like all that was missing was Marion with me. And it would have been, you know, great. But like it, just, it felt like a community, even though we were all trapped 
you know. Yeah. Yeah. The fuck we are. I mean, and that's the thing is, you know, we can bridge that gap a little bit. It's not going to be the same as spending time in person and hanging out, but we can bridge that gap a little bit. And, and you know, that's why, um, like, unfortunately, you and I were, were not able to join, but our buddy Anthony did the that Zoom um, WrestleMania right. party, you know. And, like, that's a cool fucking thing to be able to do and still be able to kind of hang out with your friends. Not quite the same. You can't high-five them, but you can talk to them and you can joke about things. And, you know, so while you know a lot of people really are missing the the sort of you know in person socializing it is it is hard uh, there is a lot of alternatives out there that that people can do and this is this is just you know this this is finite it's going to be better eventually uh it, we may be you know in for the long haul for a little bit here uh you know until there's a vaccine or until they figure this out but you know but thankfully, we're all connected right now, and that's one of the things. If this, if this was like, think about like twenty years ago. If this was twenty years ago, we'd be fucking going crazy, right? Yeah, I mean, or as long as the fucking power doesn't go out. Right, right. I mean, no, I mean, no, no delivery, <laughs> right, right. no delivery services, no streaming, no. I mean, unless you're lucky, you, you didn't have a computer, you didn't have internet, you know. Uh, maybe like 25 years ago because 20 years I guess people were starting to to that was starting to be a regular thing but you know even 25 years ago if this thing happened like people would be fucking bored out of their minds you know but now like we're living fucking life of luxury with uh you know being able to stream almost anything that we want to you know but no that is I mean like I mean 20 years ago I think that would have been it still would have been the manor era so even having roommates with our VHS and DVD and comic collections, at some point that would run out. Like Tron had a computer, yeah, but I didn't yeah. have. A, um, I didn't have a cell phone. We had our, our I had my pages still. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think you did. And, and even if Tron did have a computer, I mean, you're not going to like, you know, like all like congregate in his fucking room on a small little screen and watch something, you know. He let me use it once when he was at work to do something, and I inadvertently fucked up his password. And he was on the phone. Inadvertently. Like, I don't know what I did. I didn't Is know anyone I did. shocked by that? Yeah. <laughs> no. Nobody. No. Like, look at our shocked faces. <laughs> uh, detect, was, Detective Hot Sauce says 20 years ago equals age sex check. <laughs> yeah. That was like the first question, right? <laughs> ASL. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> ASL. <laughs> Oh man, so yeah, no, it's it, we are. I mean, we're living in a, in, you know, like a privileged age where we can do this and we can make it work. And people, you know, it's it. I I understand it. It can be hard for people. I mean, some people need social social contact, and you know, they need to be in the presence of people. But we have like everything at our disposal to make this to make this work. And you know, hopefully, it won't be too long. But you know, that we're looking at now. Maybe not having uh, events in 2020 at all. You know, there's a lot of uh, theories out there that we're not going to be able to have events with large groups of people at all this year. You know, and maybe yeah. maybe not even into the beginning of 2021. So it's it's an interesting time, but we're still able to do what we what we what we enjoy doing. It's not the same, obviously. I mean, obviously, I've been down here for about eight or nine months now, but you know, having you guys all in the same room is is oh sorry rave joe they are in the same room they're they're with you right there <laughs> i'm our <I'm> bradish <laughs> <laughs> so 
Yeah, it you know it is uh, definitely a different time, but uh, you know I, we'll get through this. We'll get through this shit, guys. All right, so we're wrapping things up here. And uh, if you guys want to help support the show, patreon.com slash trick-or-treat-radio. Head on over. You can help support for as little as $2 a month, but if you do want that uh, exclusive audio content, it's 5 bucks a month. And, uh, you know, if you guys do get your, if you did get your uh, stimulus checks, you know, throw us 5 bucks if you, if you like what we do. We, we, you know, we won't say no. We'll be happy about it. And well, 1200 or yeah, hey, I mean, <laughs> you know, beggars can't, beggars can't be choosers here. If you want to throw us twelve hundred, that's fine. Money, okay. <laughs> or five hundred, five hundred for your kids. You know, if you if 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 you got five hundred for your kids, and you know, you don't want to give them your money, you just give it to us. A hundred's fine. A hundred's right? fine. fine. Yeah, it's fine. That's fine. <laughs> uh, Denny says, "You guys rock. Be safe out there." Thanks, Denny. We appreciate you too, man. Thanks, so. Man. And there's a few other ways you can help support the show. Obviously, Patreon is the number one. We're going to uh, continue to do some fun stuff over there. And once again, maybe we'll do the blackout tapes. If, if that's something you guys are interested in, you want to call from Raven Shadow, we might add that in. <laughs> and be a lot of What, Raven Shadow? be a lot of fun. We talk all raw, man. Me, Corny, Slagoth. We get fucking in deep. We die fucking. There's some fucking conversations Bobby Chains and I have. Well, Oh, boy. <laughs> different ends of the spectrum there yeah. but uh but no i want i want to fuck with uh i want to fuck with tim nice one night on a phone call that'd be nice Sopranos. <laughs> all right so you can go ahead and support us there also you guys i don't know if it, a lot of people are probably using uh, amazon nowadays because they don't want to go out into the world and uh, if you are using amazon you can use it for amazon fresh they'll deliver food right to your fucking door uh you can you know order uh i don't know whatever some new toys, new DVDs, Blu-rays, whatever the fuck you want. You can do it right there. Go to trickortreatradio.com. Scroll down. Look for the Amazon logo. Click it. It's going to bring it to Amazon. It's going to input our affiliate link. You don't have to do a damn thing. And everything you purchase in that session will get attributed to us. We'll get a tiny little cut. It doesn't cost them any extra, Raven Shadow. But it's another way to help keep the lights on. That's right. So if you guys want to help support, that's a great way to do so. And finally, you can head to trickortreatradio.com. There's a store. Click on it. And there you can buy some digital content. We got the greatest hits of Trick or Treat Radio, Volumes 1 through 3, and some other stuff. So give it a look and uh, help support the show. Our pal Detective Hot Sauce says, Grateful I'm not an empath. Zoom has been a gift. I'm communicating more with people who I've cared about but didn't have the time. Yeah. There's no excuse right now, right? (laughs) I don't have the time. I'm always out running. No, you're not. No, you're not. Yeah. I called you right there. What were you doing? Oh, I had to go to. I just ignored you. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was, I, I was, I was washing my hair. So, all right, Raven Shadow, you sit down to watch Butt Boy. What I got, I got to know. What do you do to prepare for this movie? It was bad, John. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> okay. It's like some like some fucking blackout confession tapes bad. Uh, so not only is it a fucking shitty apocalypse. Uh, so we had really bad fucking weather here on Monday up in New England. It was fucking some crazy. Really, I didn't. I, I didn't even know that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was some fucking people were still without power on like Tuesday and shit like that. But it was a crazy fucking windstorm, um, uh, rainstorm rather. In fact. Uh, 
from what my parents got, it was on par with the story I told when their house got flooded and my dad's bikes were underwater and floating. It was some real crazy rain. So when I get out of work, uh, I get home. I hope you have fucking power. I get home. I go take, but take Ollie out. Power fucking goes out. Like what the fuck? Take Ollie back in. Get a little bit of water in my basement, Johnny. A little water in my fucking basement. So now it's dark, right? It's fucking dark. I'm trying to fucking get my tar to spackle and cover the fucking leak that's coming in. And what's pissing me off is for Christmas, my parents gave me this fucking like weird like head strap thing with a light on, like a light you could wear on your forehead yeah. that I completely missed. I'm like, I'm never going to fucking use that. And I'm like, I wish I fucking had that right now so I could fix the fucking thing. You know what I mean? So I brought my gloves on. I'm wearing a hat in a tiny space, smaller than fucking this. <laughs> this. <laughs> this. Uh, so finally, Ollie's barking. I'm trying to spackle in the dock. I got a candle next to paper towels. I got fucking flashlights. are cute. Whatever the fuck. I finally slap it on. I get done. I'm ready to fucking relax and fucking just go to bed. And the fucking power comes back on. Fuck you. Where were you fucking 10 minutes ago, power? <laughs> then I fucking gonna go fucking watch Butt Boy. <laughs> Did you lube up first? Oh, I fucking lubed on so many fucking places. I strapped on. I put the lotion in the fucking basket. And I fucking strapped. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> <But> boy. <laughs> Greetings. We are the Retro Reductopus Cephala Podcast, the bi-weekly show that celebrates all the things that made growing up awesome. He's right. We wax philosophic about lots of geeky crap like old video games and movies, toys, cartoons. I don't know. Help me out here. Music. Pants. Quoting video games that don't have dialogues. Shabibans. Tasty news. Unnecessarily long Japanese onomatopoeia. Butt breathers. Uncomfortable nature facts. Or how to install a samoplange. And unlike all those other podcasts, we at Retroidoctopus have an exciting rotating host schedule. Do we? We sure do. So if you didn't like the guy flapping his gums this week like me worry not gentle listener next week we'll have a whole new host of problems hey they might still suck but they'll suck differently and you know what's really cool retro reductopus is part of the inebriard podcast network with new episodes out every tentacle tuesday which is like every other tuesday we named it anyways you can listen to us at itunes google play spotify stitcher or straight from the tab reductopus.buzzsprout.com I'm Alex West. And I'm Andrea Subasati, and we're from the Faculty of Horror podcast. And you're listening to Trick or Treat Radio. Oh, delicious nerds. Ms. M knows you like to chat it up with other sexy shut-ins about comics, movies, video games, and your favorite TV shows. If that sounds like you, cuddle up to the Trick or Treat Radio Facebook group, or the FIB. That stands for Fan Interaction Board. Just go to Facebook and search for Trick or Treat Radio and have more fun than a Jedi at a lightsaber sale. Not enough? Watch us on YouTube, The Deadites TV, all one word. Last but not least, check out the world's most dangerous talk radio show, Trick or Treat Radio, at trickortreatradio.com. I could be staying outside a woman's prison in a fistful of 50s and a bouquet of dildos and no woman would come near me.
right, we're back here on Trick or Treat Radio. Ooh. Episode 403. All right, looks like uh, we're pretty much ready to connect up with our guest as well. So let me see if we can get him on, and uh, hopefully this goes well, because we're going to have five people all connected through uh, Skype, which uh, two people scares me on Skype. <laughs> all right. This is going to be weird. Going to be weird? Yeah. Well, we don't know if it's going to work. Yeah, I mean, it should work. So we'll see. Hopefully he's, hopefully he's got the uh, same, same info. Oh, <laughs> says he's unavailable. All right, uh, MZ, I don't know, just MZ. I'm giving you the fucking floor. Talk, okay, talk well, about something while I forget this up. All right. Well, you know what? Uh, I recently, a couple days ago, picked up the lighthouse on on Blu-ray. So, so I mean, it looks fantastic. Okay, it looks great. Uh, some really great extras on there too. I might add. Hold on, let me get it. You have the fucking they, floor. They can't see it. <laughs> no shit, Dick Ed. That's why I'm trying to get it. Well, so I can, so I can read the the uh, the ex- the special features that are on it. All right, hold on with those special special features there, MZ, okay? Because uh, we are now joined by our good buddy, old friend of the show, Professor Jay. I think. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah, now? yeah. There oh, yeah, all right. Hey, there man. There he is. It's, hey, uh, what's going on? Not much. It's great to hear you, man. It's been... Uh, yeah, good. As a, Look at that. As, Look at Raven Shadow. Yeah. Look at that sexy MFR. <laughs> He's posing. Oh, no porn hub for me tonight. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and, that, and that picture of Monster Zero just staring right at me. Oh, that is some sexy stuff. It's smoldering. <laughs> smoldering. Oh, it's good. Look at that. Look at that angle. <laughs> Look at that angle. Holy moly. It's good nightmare fuel, Professor Jay. Mm. How you doing? <laughs> We're good, man. It's uh yeah. it's uh it's good to it's good to talk to you. I, as Skype indicated, it's been over a year since we last connected up with you. Oh, has it really? Yeah. Wow. It's been too long. Too long, my friend. Yeah. I know. It's like, you know, every I don't know. I guess I, I, I caught the tail end of uh your last segment and um I'm sorry. No, no, that's fine. Uh, and uh, it's a riveting story about storms in New England. It's riveting. Um, uh, it's you know that's that's Mark Maron's got nothing on those those stories when it comes to the podcast world. Um, no, but uh, I, I was going to say that's you know that's how I can't get out of this. I can't pretend I have something to do and somewhere to be. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. So, so when you when you come call and it's like, uh, yeah, sure, I guess I'm available. <laughs> <laughs> he runs through like the list of excuses. Uh, uh, yeah. Can't use that one. Oh shit! Can't use that one. Baseball's yeah. not. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's 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 always just. Oh, I got a screening that night. Yeah. I got I got I'm screening something. <laughs> we're we're watching the movie. I, so. 
Yeah. Well, we're glad that, you know, it's, it's too bad that it took a global pandemic to get you back on, but <laughs> whatever it takes. <laughs> I'm hard, I, I, you know, I, I, I made, what is it? I can't, I was trying to think of a good joke and I lost it. I'm, I'm out of practice. <laughs> well, uh, here's your practice. You can, you can yeah. uh, practice with us and then go on Mark Maron show. And, uh, you okay. Know, good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Give him the give him the real. I think, I think you have to be a a serial like uh, comedian predator who whips his dick out at everyone to be on that show. I think. <laughs> um, which you know, I might. I'm halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> Raven Shadow's there. you know i was i was more saying i whip out half a dick because i'm irish so oh right as we found out before you're you're definitely a grower not a shower yes 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 so anyway tmi as they say (laughs) well uh jay we we're talking about butt boy because of you so yeah, no, I know. And uh, when I caught the end of the last statement, boy, Raven Shadow's got a lot to say. <laughs> I, I have to, I have to say beforehand, I have to apologize slightly because I thought it was Butte Boy. I thought it was about like somebody in Montana. I thought it was because of the two T's, right? Like I thought I, I, I misread it. I thought it was going to be like a tender story of like coming of age in in Montana and the in the you know and uh, I was sorely mistaken <laughs> now, that's why I love having the professor on because is that how it's pronounced because I was <laughs> wrong for you yeah how do you pronounce how do you pronounce that that city in Montana Raven Shadow? Uh, we, I, I think we all know you pronounce it, but Montana. Yeah, <laughs> it's, not, it's not supposed to be pronounced that way, but you know, no, I, I believe it's Butte. I believe that's how it's. It, yes, yeah, it is Butte. But but we all call it. But come on, you know, <laughs> you know we do. Raven Shadow would have been a little bit more excited about the movie if, if it was Butte. Boy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I want to go out. I want to go. Wait, I want to sit down south. I don't know where that is. Is that west? Is that where west? Down south. It's in Europe somewhere, I think. <laughs> I know Hannah Montana. I know. Yeah. He, he wants to go in Hannah Montana to my Hannah Montana. That's for sure. Yeah. 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 Oh man! So yeah, so this is, so this uh, apparently is my fault. Um, well, we'll find out. We'll yeah. find out. No, I, mean, I know. Yeah, I know. I know. Because well, here's the thing about that, like, I remember telling my 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 girlfriend, I'm like, yeah, we're watching Butt Boy. She's like, fucking really? I'm like, no, what's well, Professor Jay? He's really fucking smart. <laughs> you know, fucking, he's fucking monocle bros with Johnny. Like that's fucking <laughs> something. To do this. But by the way, Jay, I don't know if you ever knew this, but. Uh, whenever, whenever we talk smart about a movie, or if we watch like some movie that's sort of like you know kind of intelligent, uh, they always say to me, "Oh, you're gonna break out your monocle," and uh, that <laughs> that stemmed from you and I going to see a "Color of Your," uh, the strange color of your body's tears. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you yeah. and I are apparently uh, monocle buddies. <laughs> what is that? That's a guy from uh, was a Monopoly, right? Mister Moneybags or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We would have Monocle Mondays where we would watch fucking smart films. (laughs) (laughs) Monocle Mondays. (laughs) Kurosawa. Do you call him a a Kurosawa? 
don't, is that what you said? A Kurosawa? No, a Kurosawa film, not a Kurosawa. That'd be okay. a whole fucking. <laughs> I thought you were like That's fucking... combining his his first and last name there. That actually is pretty. You know, people they remember Damien Lewis. They used to call him D. Lou. Yeah. Oh, that's true. A Kurosawa. Yeah. yeah. So a <laughs> It was raining like fucking Lou on fucking Monday. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Raven, Raven Shadow starting a whole new thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna start a whole yeah. new thing by talking about this movie, Butte Boy. Uh, okay. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> so let me go ahead and run down. Uh, Actually, before we do this, uh, Jay, I want to find out a little bit more about what you got going on because obviously I know the the pandemic has affected you. You, you do the, uh, the Charlotte Film Festival. Yes, only me. Yes, I'm the only person this pandemic. Goddamn pandemic, and it's <laughs> it's out to get me. If Trump would just open everything back up, but he hates me. <laughs> It's all, yes, it's uh, Donald Trump. <laughs> I have to Professor Jay to go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Jay. Jesus. I did it. Me, my administration, <laughs> and it's the greatest of all time. <laughs> Yeah, I said one bad thing on Twitter about him once, and you know, shutting down the entire country just to get back at me. <laughs> that, it's unreal. That, that Jay wants to show movies, we'll show him. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. They can't, and they. That's right. He canceled my screening of Butt Boy last week. <laughs> that's actually true. That's actually not him, but. Yes, yeah, so you you were going to have a, a screening of Butt Boy, which is kind of yeah. what, what prompted this because uh, last week we did Extraordinary. It was kind of um, be, kind of because it, it was one of the films that we had uh, that was sort of like on our radar, and I saw that you guys were doing a screening of it, and then I was like, oh, like yeah, I, I we should we should prioritize that, and I I was going to see if we could get you on last week, but it didn't work out, and then you're like, well, well, let's let's do Butt Boy because we're doing that film uh, this week, so. Talk a little bit about how, like, what you guys are doing to, to try to keep things going with the, uh, you know, the, in the Charlotte film scene. Well, again, I mean, I think it's, you know, it's, it's, it's like any person who's running a theater. Um, you know, I, I, I do a lot of programming here in North Carolina, and I work mainly with the Film Society and with VizArt Video, which is a video store here in Charlotte that does, has a screening room. And so, you know, we're always booking movies to bring them in to screen with audiences. And, you know, like movie theaters, you can't assemble. So therefore, you can't have these screenings. So we had six to eight screenings over basically from the middle of March all the way through the middle of May that we had already booked and programmed that got canceled. So, um so because of that and because of the nature of movie theaters and the fact that like these these theaters potentially, especially smaller theaters, right, the Regals and the AMCs and the Cinemarks, they'll all be fine. But, you know, the, the I got my or you can't see, but, you know, I got my Somerville Theater sweatshirt on, you know, so places like the Somerville Theater in Somerville, Massachusetts or any of the small independent theaters, you know, they needed to find a way to 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 make money while they're just closed again, like, like every business. So the distributors, um, 
you know, started doing this thing called theatrical on demand where they make, they make films available to uh, the theaters at uh, basically where you buy it, uh, an online ticket and then you buy it though through the theater's website or through the theater's link. And then that way the ticket price gets split be- halfway between the distributor and the, and the, and the theater. So, you know, if you're paying 10 or $12 for a movie ticket, six is going to the theater and six is going to the, so it's kind of what you were talking about at the end of that last segment there, where you were saying, you know, this is where, you know, people can support their local independent movie theaters or their independent local film societies by, instead of watching, you know, paying $20 to, to Paramount to, to watch The Hunt or something like that, that's already made its money and that's going to be fine. You know, they can pay $10 to a film society or the local theater and watch an independent or a foreign or an art house film. And, you know, and there's lots of options now. I mean, there's, you know, got to be two dozen films out there now and they're, and they're constantly... You know, and it started with a Brazilian film called Baccarat, which is a really great film. If you haven't seen it, you should all check it out. It's kind of a weird sci-fi drama. It's got Udo Kier in it. So when, oh, as soon nice. as you hear that, you know, you know, it's going to get weird. Um, but it's but, you know, but that's so that's what we've been doing. We, we've just been trying to sort of fill the gaps with with content and get that content out there. And mainly for us in Charlotte here, it's, it's mainly to support the distributors because the film society, you know, we don't have a, we don't have an overhead of like a building we we rent or, you know, like, so, so we're not losing money right now. So it's really about trying to make sure our distributors who are these small distributors who put movies out like butt boy, who put movies out like extraordinary that they actually survive because, you know, if those if those distributors go under, you know, eighty percent of the movies that you guys review, you won't be won't exist anymore because they'll have nowhere to go. They'll have no one to put them out, right? Um, so, so that's kind of what we're doing in a nutshell. We're just trying to get movies out and promote them. And you know, uh, this was one that we had scheduled for a regular screening, but boy, we we were going to do a you know, in-person screening last week with this. Um, and it, because it was coming out on VOD, they didn't want to do the theatrical video on demand. They just did yeah. the regular video on demand. So, um, so, you know, again, that's all, that's a big long spiel to say. No, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I think, it, I think it's awesome because you're right. I mean, a lot of these, and especially with these films that were scheduled to come out now, I mean, they started marketing these months ago, you know, or, or maybe even longer ago. And, you know, planning these out, it's not just something where they're like, oh, hey, we have a movie coming out this weekend called Butt Boy. You guys want to show it? This is, you know, there's a, a lot of um, uh, lead up to this. So and when this happens, all of a sudden they're like, OK, well, now we're screwed. We've already paid some of the marketing budget for this and we've we've set up these screenings. So it, it's awesome that that, you know, folks like like what you guys are doing at, with the Charlotte Film Society and VizArt and, you know, that you're able to continue to support these distributors in these films and to continue to do what you guys do. It's not the same, but it's great that there is a, a platform out there for you guys to do that. Yeah. And again, you know, it is the kind of thing where, um, you know, like a studio can push back the James Bond movie or Black Widow or something 
because they only made four movies last year. Yeah. So, you know, again, they, they're like juggling four movies where these smaller distributors, I mean, they, they have movies that are coming out in April that are supposed to be in the theaters and they have movies scheduled for May and they have movies scheduled for July and they're picking new movies up from festivals and trying to get them out into the marketplace. And the idea is, is they can't just start pushing back their product for the theaters because if they do that, then what happens is, is if, you know, if everything starts open up slowly in September, now they're sitting on 13 movies. They can't put all of those out at once because, yeah. you know, 10 of the movies are going to get lost. So it, it really is a kind of for these. And again, I think for the smaller movie theaters, for the smaller distributors, I mean, this is like a real dangerous time um, because, you know, it's like every dollar matters. And so that's why I did appreciate, you know, what you were saying earlier about that. And I think it's true just in any industry, right? If you're interested in music, you know, find a way to support your local music venue by buying a case of beer from them, right? Take a, a case out, a take out case of beer. Um, we have a pub here in Charlotte that we go down once a week and get a case of beer from them just because, you know, it's like we don't want them to go away, you know? Yeah. So. That's, I mean, that's a great idea. Is you know, so it goes beyond just the artists. It goes to you know the small businesses that that you support. You know, to they're struggling too, and they may not have qualified for these small business loans or may not have gotten the money. So you know, anything anything can help. So yeah, you're right. And Raven Chow, are you still going out and, and uh, supporting your local packy? <laughs> oh yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> work for time, uh, but they're really good too. Uh, they, they, I've seen when I pull in, they're totally like cleaning things down and everything there. They're very adamant about that. But yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm still maintaining my seven to nine 30 racks on deck, which is good. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <laughs> on deck. <laughs> I love that. Are those, are those the same ones, uh, in the same place? Did you even move those at all? Raven Shadow from last week? No, I'm getting I'm getting down to the Miller High Life. Um, and, um, Is that how you know it's time to refill when you get down to the shit? Yeah, and it sucks. Like I said, I was talking to Mary. She's like, "Why don't you buy Sam Adams?" I'm like, "Well, I, I love Sam Adams, but that's you know, twelve for twenty, or I can get thirty for twenty. All right, we get yeah. all. Aries is going to judge me. In your word, in your. Shadow, it's quantity over quality. Yes. <laughs> it's like dating in high school. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That's why Raven Shadow's the best. It's like the definitive answer. Yes. <laughs> no head, no hesitation. Yes. So, so Jay, if if somebody yeah. if somebody wanted to watch Butt Boy after we talk about it, are they able to go ahead and and purchase it through you know through the the places that you support through i don't know is it through vizarts or is it through the show no no uh, but but boy is an example of a film that would be just straight directly oh, through VOD. the district okay that's right you yeah, said that, but, yeah. but again to me you know this that's epic pictures epic picture pictures is a small distributor who releases lots of of really good independent film um and to me that's why i would say like you know Go go on their site and look at what they see if you have POD. If you didn't like Butt Boy or it doesn't sound interesting, even though we haven't even talked about it yet, no. <laughs> um, you know, 
But I'm saying, you know, the idea is you can go and probably find something else that you might go, oh, that looks interesting. Let me watch that. And you're supporting them directly. So this isn't a film that's available on demand. What I would what I would encourage people to do who are interested in this kind of thing is if you go to an independent movie theater or you frequent screenings by an independent film society, go to their website and they're probably offering films for you to watch that support that individual venue. So if you go to the Somerville Theater, you know, you go to the Brattle, you go to, I don't know, you know, Kendall Square, if you go to the Coolidge, if you go to whatever, Mil- Millbury Draft House, I don't know, is that still even exist? <laughs> you know, um, you know, they probably have on-demand content that you can get that supports them directly when you buy a ticket. Yeah. Some goes to the distributor and some goes to them. So, and I would encourage people to do that and still watch all your stuff on Netflix and still watch all your stuff on Hulu and all that stuff. But, but you know, this is a small way to be able to go. Eh, if you went to those theaters every once in a while, you can spend ten or twelve dollars and and give them a few dollars and try to keep some money in their, you know, so they can pay their employees and they can, you know, keep their lights on so that way when they slowly start to open, a lot of theaters too. I will say this too, and this is true anywhere wherever people live in the country, in the world, uh, a lot of theaters are doing things where once a week you can go and like just buy concessions from them. Oh, okay, yeah. That's another good thing to do. You huh. can go and buy like a bag of popcorn and a soda and, you know, it's like it gives them 8 or $10 that goes in their pocket to pay their bills. So, yeah. you know, those are some good things to do. If you, if you want to support your local theater or want to support your local, you know, film society, you can do that as well. Yeah, I think those are all really great recommendations. So if people, you know, obviously I know you aren't able to go to a theater because uh, most, uh, I mean, as far as I know, most of them are not open. But, you know, definitely find ways to call them and, and see if there's a way that you can help support. Because, yeah, like as Jay said, when this is all over, they might not be around. Is There's a possibility, you know, like the, the big ones are still probably going to be able to survive this. But the little ones, the small the small independent theaters, you know, just may not be able to, to make it through. So find a way that you can help support them. And, and if they're still open, if they're or if they're doing what Jay said, where you can buy tickets for like a VOD sort of screening through them and they get a cut, like definitely look into that. So, you know. Just try to think about how to support your local businesses and the places that you continue to frequent and you want to be able to frequent when this is over. And and, and chances are they'll have a way for you to, to help them out. So, yeah, I think it's, that's great stuff. So, uh, you know, definitely take Jay's advice, guys, and, and, and go ahead and support your local theaters. And uh, we should start talking about this movie. I know Ravenchild's been chomping at the bit to talk about Butt Boy. So let me... He loves Montana. <laughs> chomping at the butt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let me quickly run, run down uh, the the uh, the info here about Butt Boy. This film is uh, it is ninety nine minutes. It is a comedy sci fi thriller, and it is written, directed. It uh, it stars and is composed by Tyler Kornak, also co written by Ryan. Uh, I don't know if it's Coke or Koch. Uh, but co-written by Ryan, and the film stars, as I mentioned, Tyler Kornak, Christina Clifford, Angela Jones, Gail Bloyd, uh, Tyler Rice as Detective Russell Fox, who I have a feeling Raven Shadow is going to be into him, and uh, also Colleen Elizabeth Miller. And the synopsis for Butt Boy, Detective Fox loves work and alcohol. Is this Raven Shadow? (laughs) 
<laughs> Buckle up. Detective Fox loves work and alcohol. After going to AA, his sponsor, Chip, becomes the main suspect in his investigation of a missing kid. Fox also starts to believe that people are disappearing up Chip's butt. All right. That's brilliant, synops- right? Yeah, that's, brilliant. That synopsis tells you all you need to know. Now, we'll, we'll probably, we'll probably, since we, uh, we'll, we'll probably cut this one a little bit shorter than we do most reviews, just because we, you know, wanted to talk to Jay about some of his other stuff that, and how to support, uh, you know, independent theaters. But um, yeah, I mean, first off, this is impressive because it's directed, written by, scored, uh, and starring Tyler Kornak. Now, I'm not familiar with Tyler, but I mean. That alone is is I mean, that's that's kind of Robert Rodriguez style, you know, like that's kind of doing a little bit of everything, which is pretty crazy. So so good for Tyler, and uh, you know we'll obviously get into whether or not you know we 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 liked the film, but um, this I will say I'll start off by saying this is a very if you hadn't guessed by the title a very odd film and a very odd premise, and. The thing that that I was kind of impressed by is it plays it completely straight. There's like no like jokes about it in 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 the in the movie. It's just like yeah, this dude like all of a sudden goes and and like has a rectal exam and kind of is into putting things up his butt and then he just keeps doing it and stuff gets lost up there basically. That's kinda- yeah. Given the, the 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 subject matter involved, I was I was crazy about the idea that they would play in this uh, the content here one hundred percent straight. Yeah, not only straight but almost 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 deadly serious. Yeah, you know, it, yeah. I, it was unbelievable, and that's you know what, and it's because of that that's what made it funny. Because I couldn't believe just how serious they were treating this material. <laughs> I mean, this this is prime. I mean, if you were to pitch this idea to a company like Trauma, they would eat this up. No, I, think, I think they would want it. To, they, I think they'd want you to to. I think they'd want to lean into it more. You know. Yeah, yeah. You would think All that, right. but they played it completely straight. It was impressive. Yeah. Our, our pal Anthony, our pal Anthony says, "This is a generational film. Move me deeply." <laughs> All right. So, uh, Owl moved him deeply. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, l- let me ask Jay. Uh, obviously, you had seen, you had probably seen a screener of this, is is my guess, or at least at a festival yeah. or something. Now, yes. what? I guess in your opinion, what what was it about this film? Because once again, looking at it on paper. This is a, a, a bizarre um, plot, a b- bizarre sort of like scenario. So what about this film would, um, would you kind of recommend to people? Or, or... So, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so, so, so what I was going to say is, you know, one of the things if, and I know it's been a while since I've been on, but one of the, one of the things about me when I watch movies is I, I try to go into films knowing at, as, as little as possible about a movie. So... Most movies I watch, I don't really even know what the the synopsis is. Like if I just hear a title or somebody recommends it or 
I know who directed it or something like that. That's that's what brings me into a movie, right? So, you know, like The Lighthouse, right? I knew it was the guy who did The Witch. That's all I needed to know. Yep. I didn't want to know anything else. I didn't want to see any pictures. I didn't want to whatever, right? So this is a movie that I had heard about. Somebody had told me they had seen it. It was either at Fantasia Festival in Canada or Fantastic Fest in uh, Texas and they said you got to see this movie Jay you got to see this and I, and I said okay it was somebody that I trust and I know I can't remember who it was but I was like all right so I got a screener and all I knew was there was a movie called butt boy yeah. that's it that's it and I think you know so one of the things when I watched the movie was uh what what MZ sort of talked about which was I was I was just shocked at how serious this movie was in some ways right like it or how straight it was so that 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 impressed me incredibly as I was watching it because I was like this should be off the rails like greasy strangler style comedy right where it's like gross out yeah. and and it was like it wasn't till a certain point in the movie it does sort of get a little you know goofy right but the other thing about it, which in general, apart from just playing it straight, is 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 more related to, for me personally, I am a huge fan of filmmakers and especially independent filmmakers who make films on a very small budget with you know no no studio support. I am a huge fan of those filmmakers when they make clearly the movie they wanted to make, and it was not anything other than that. And there, that impresses me in a way where even if I don't think it's like a brilliant movie or it's like blew me away in some kind of like, oh my goodness, I'm just like, wow, that person made that thing, and that's clearly what they wanted to make. And, you know, and the way I thought about it was, is this guy, you know, Tyler Kornack or whatever his name is, he, you know, he clearly, I don't know, he wanted to make like Zodiac, although it was like, instead of a serial killer, he wanted to make a movie about a guy sh who stuck things up his butt, <laughs> which is ridiculous. And but I was just the whole movie. What I would say is I wasn't bored. I wasn't, I was like, what is going on here? And I always say like, if a movie can engage me enough where I'm like, I want to know more then then I'm in. And and the other thing I will say about the movie, which I really liked is, which I think a movie like this could get trapped in, is it could have gotten trapped in being super goofy and super, you know, gross out and all that kind of stuff, which I would have probably loved too, right? You know, I'm a huge fan of The Greasy Strangler. I have a yearly screening in Charlotte of The Greasy Strangler. Um, but uh, what I also liked about it was was that not only was it, was it, was it straight? And it didn't try to explain anything. It didn't try to be like, oh, we're going to come up with some convoluted reason why this works. Yeah. So that whole first, you know, there's like a prologue in the movie. I don't want to spoil anything for people, but there's, you know, there's a prologue, the first 10 minutes or so, where it is kind of a prologue. And then the movie kind of starts. They kind of set up, this is the world we're in. This guy does this. And it makes no sense, you know, <laughs> but here it is. And then, so I just, I, all of those things combined, I just was like, I just really, and again, then ultimately when I'm watching movies as a programmer, so this is the last piece and then I'll let other people, cause I know, yeah. you know, the last piece is I, you know, a lot of the reasons why I watch movies like this, especially when they're new on screeners and stuff like that is because I'm looking for things that I want to sit in a room and watch with other people. 
And sometimes part of the enjoyment of that is kind of much like we're doing here now is sort of like experiencing people's experience of a movie, whether they like it or not. It's like them going through the process of, of deciphering and, and sorry for the pun, digesting, butt boy, (laughs) you know, is kind of what I like. So when I think about my back alley film series in Charlotte here, I, and I look at a movie like this, I'm like, this is a movie that people are going to love. Some people are going to hate it, but it's going to be an interesting screening because people are going to talk about it. And, and that's part of the fun, right? As people will say, I saw this movie. I don't know what it was. I don't know how it worked. It was weird. It was bizarre. Other people, I loved it. And so that's kind of, but for me, it's it's really about the vision, right? It's really about the kind of like, just this, this is the movie. Thematically, it's got some stuff in it. If you really want to go down the road of like thematically, some of the things it, it might be addressing, you could, but I think that's weird for a movie like Butt Boy. <laughs> But I just think, you know, it's like the guy wanted to make a a police procedural, you know, Zodiacs track tracking a series seven. Right. It's like seven. Right. You know, it's it just doesn't have the rain. Right. (laughs) And he but it was like instead of hunting a serial killer, it's a it's it's a guy who sticks stuff up his butt. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's legit. Like, that's, that's the way to that's the way to put it. And like MZ said, they can play this completely straight. And I was impressed by that. And like you said, I mean, this is Tyler Kornak's vision and you have to give him credit for sticking to his guns and going all the way with this. And I too was fascinated throughout. What's that? Aaron Shadow? They're going to do his buns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was, I mean, I, I if you, you know, I, I, I didn't, I think I watched the trailer, if I'm not mistaken. I, I tend to watch trailers, and I saw the the synopsis, and I was like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to go in and just see what this is all about. And yes, it's a fucking bizarre premise, but like, you never think about it while you're watching the movie because it it the movie just completely goes along with it. Yes, like this is a thing that happens in this world. Don't question it. And you know, and you're right. It was an interesting film because it was almost like a police procedural. And it had interesting characters. It had like a, an interesting story at its heart. And then it was just about this guy who put things up his butt. <laughs> but I, well, I, yeah. I agree. I agree with the uh, the whole zodiac uh, uh, idea of of looking at this movie. But also, I look at uh, I think of it as zodiac meets inner space. <laughs> It could have gone completely gross in so many different ways, but it doesn't. And when it does get a little, uh, for lack of a better term, sticky, it does play it out with a certain amount of, of, of candor that is not overly offensive. But yet enough to gratify uh, gross-out film fans like like myself and like Professor J, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you, I mean, you got you got this uh, Detective Fox who is a complete alcoholic and with with a goatee that can only be rivaled by uh, McFoley's goatee. <laughs> he had, that's so wet. That's what I want to know. <laughs> yeah, that is a good point. 
<laughs> His goatee's what? always so wet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, uh, Ravenshaw, I, I got to hear your thoughts. All right. All right. I, I have a lot to say, and I actually agree with. I, I'm on 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 board with what everyone said already, about that. Um, including the wet goatee. Yeah, I was, I was, I was <laughs> that it was definitely a lack of grooming. Like there was like parts that were like, you know, like yeah, didn't really shave. You, you are Detective Russell Fox. I uh, well, th- thank you. Um, and look at the little dog down there in the corner on yeah. the screen. Watch that. <laughs> Keep an eye on that dog. <laughs> I, I don't like butt stuff. <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> That's a quote. No, <laughs> Timestamp. <laughs> there, so like there are so many other options. Now I like cheeks. <laughs> weird. Um but I don't like I don't like yeah, it's weird for me. I'm not into it. unless you camp in, you make a joke, you probably um, <laughs> camp a couple of dudes having a sleepover, it's like eleven thirty at night, and I go, Yeah, it's funny. But no, I don't I don't like the butt stuff. But Here's but yeah, here we go. But Butte. Butte. Uh, what are you talking to Butte? Montana fucking Canadian. Um, so there was a lot of comic references that got to me. So when we say like putting stuff up his butt, it's not like fucking weird doing fucking gerbil shit. Um, what he reminded me of a character from the Wally West Flash called Chunk. Um, that was a very large man that could like essentially eat a lot of things and like teleport them to a pocket universe. Like it felt like yeah. his butt was a like going to the, the colonoscopy or whatever that appointment was made his butt some kind of weird tesseract. Right? Where like, <laughs> it's like, a weird like a tesseract. Pocket, yeah, like like an anal tesseract. <laughs> like very like timestamp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he was Matrix, like he could like have like a instead of a white room, it'd be like a brown room with shelves, <laughs> and he could like put things in. Is he looking um, for the the uh, the infinity poops or something? Oh, what he was looking for, but if you <laughs> dig deep enough, you can find it. I got a camera in the back we could look for. Um, so it seemed like his butt was right. His butt was kind of like a tesseract. Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. The and, prologue. The prologue is kind of like a uh, like a origin story of a supervillain if you think about it yeah it really is yeah true true and speaking of superheroes um who was the detective's name fox 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 now i think aries and and johnny i'm I'm not sure if jay was really big to comics but um he reminded remember in starman the the odares oh yeah yeah yeah. the young one cop no he was the one that he was like the badass one with a mustache oh yeah Okay. Who was the one that was like Serpico, but if Serpico fucking played ball? Yeah. Like he was the one that kind of like the nasty O'Dare. Not Hope, the super sexy one, but like he was at the bad boy O'Dare. Yeah. And he had the same kind of look to him. So that's kind of what I got into. Um, so not butt stuff, but you're into him. <laughs> I, I could be the dude's not into butt stuff. Is that weird? And, and yet he goes all the way. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Ravenshaw is a great, uh, our pal Detective Hot Sauce says, in quotes, I don't like butt stuff, blackout calls. <laughs> that's, that's what you can expect to hear on the blackout calls. 
But he did say, don't, uh, "Don't worry, Raven Shadow. I have a I have a message from from uh, Wolfie that all it says is let's do butt boy. So <laughs> <laughs> if you ever need some ammunition? Yeah, I think I actually said that on the air last week, didn't I? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. And then I'm to think like what could be a better title? I don't know. I don't fucking call this. Anal Tesseract, like you said. Well, but again, here's what I would say, because I don't want to spoil the movie, right? Because people might actually watch it. But you have to ask yourself this question, and I always tell people this not, but Professor Jay's putting his monocle on now. <laughs> yes, yes. And his, 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 what do they call those? Those cardboard hats, you know, with the tassels. <laughs> I'm putting my you what is the who who is the butt boy? <laughs> and what I would say is it's not who you think it is. Ooh. ooh. I don't want to spoil it, but because to, to me that kind of speaks to thematically what the movie is ultimately about. Yeah. Okay. Where it has kind of a heart and kind of has like an actual kind of story built into this weird premise, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean look at Look at the sacrifices that Tony Stark made for his daughter. Detective Fox made some sacrifices for certain things familial in this film. Ravenshell's getting the vapors over there. <laughs> I'll, I'll save my fucking end of fucking wrap up, but there was... I'll fucking, don't get me fucking going. <laughs> I, I, th- I think that's a great point, Jay, and, and one I hadn't really considered very much, but you're right. Like, who is Butt Boy? You know, that, that is sort of an interesting question to, to keep in mind while watching this. And, yes, like, it's insane to talk about. I could never talk about this movie in mixed company because, like, you know, uh, yeah, like, you know, put stuff up his butt and, 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 you know, whatever. But, like, that's not even really the, the story here. It's just It's just sort of like a side effect. But you're right. It's like... It's like a, a pocket universe or, or something like that. That that might be a better way to sort of reference it when talking in mixed company about this. But yeah, it's 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 kind of a compelling story, and there's some interesting stuff, and and it's about addiction as well. Like there's the you know, and and you're right. Like there is sort of like an origin of a supervillain here, and you know, and sort of like how he sort of does what he does and why he continues to do what he does. So I think there's really some kind of interesting. Uh, territory being explored here yeah and i I, want to be careful too i don't i don't want to like give this film i I don't know like too much gravitas or something i don't want i don't want people to walk away from this movie thinking like it's somehow it's like oh it's you know this this goofy weird movie but it's really about these serious things but i think that's what makes the movie and again i'll go back to mz's comments i think what that's what makes the movie compelling is that it is this weird juxtaposition of this really absurd stupid idea combined with like really good filmmaking really straightforward kind of like serious tone and ideas that are constantly playing with each other that as an audience, you can't really wrap your head around. Like, is this supposed to be funny? Is this supposed to be like, am I supposed to be emotional here? Like, and if you start getting emotional, I will admit, and maybe it's cause I have a child. There's, there's emotional moments in this movie to me where you, I felt some actual real emotions, especially the second time I watched it. Yeah. And I was like, this is weird. I'm watching a movie called Butt Boy about a, a super villain who puts things up his butt 
and has a power to blow, you know, car windows out from his from his farts, apparently. And you know, and but yet there's there's something to this. So it's I think that's what makes the film so interesting. And ultimately, again, for me, this this is what to me is always what's interesting about film is to me is it's sort of like I appreciate that from a filmmaker more than some cookie cutter kind of Blumhouse yeah. horror film that's just like this market research kind of bullshit that just, you know, kind of cuts all the kind of formulas into nice boxes and does the nice causal linear narrative storytelling, gives you all the answers. And you're like, that was like completely unsatisfying and boring and, eh, you know, so. Yeah, it's it's funny because before we started recording tonight, we were going through some of the movies that are coming up and, and trying to pick our next next week's film. And Raven Chat was like, "Ah, oh, another zombie movie. We've seen this. We've seen cult movies. We've seen all these like all these premise sound familiar, but there is no way that you've ever heard this premise before because yeah. it, it doesn't exist." It's kind of like you remember way back when when we and I see the poster on the wall. Remember when we did Miami Connection? Oh yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like to me, that's the that's the idea. Miami Connection works not because it's a great movie, but because it's such a singular idea and vision of a person. And what you respect when you watch it is you're like, I mean, in some ways, you know, I could say this not to blow smoke up your ass, but it's like, you know, the Deadites, right? There's a certain there's a vision there that makes that appealing, right? As a band, as a thing, because it's not trying to be something specific. It is the combination of those people making up that group. Right. Yeah. That, and it is, it is its own thing. And so I, I feel like for me, and I think, you know, if you go back to like, you know, I think MZ mentioned trauma. I think that's what people loved about trauma, especially way back in the eighties. Right. Because they were so unique and interesting and in doing their thing completely unapologetically against the mainstream and against the kind of like, and that's the stuff that we all loved when we watched that. We said, this is like nothing we've ever seen. It, we can make references. Oh yeah. Toxic Avengers, a superhero kind of right. But, yeah. but not, you know, but so, I mean, I think all of that wrapped into a movie like this. That's what I appreciate when I watch a film like this. I'm like, okay, uh, you know, is it perfect? Of course not. Um, is it going to make lots of money? No, because people are going to find the flaws. They're going to talk about, ah, oh, this could have been 10 minutes shorter because they could have cut out the scene. But to me, that's the kind of stuff that I really like. And that gets me excited because I go, okay, this is a weird ass movie that you'll, you'll probably not see anything quite like this again. Something similar. Sure. But you know, yeah. Well, mainstream audience, mainstream audience is fear something that's original and i mean something that's so original that the very idea of it would never even cross their mind here you have a guy who has a has a thing for shoving things up his ass and <laughs> and i mean your main your typical mainstream audience is just is going to be turned off by that just by the title alone they'll be turned off by that you know they they want to see big stars they want to see budgets and everything else and this movie they does not see, have that. they want to see big butts <laughs> i can't lie i mean i, I, don't, I, don't think, I, I hear what you're saying by here i think i think it's kind of leaning into its fucking premise a little bit like it's like you know butt boy 
you know, it could be called, you know, shadow cavity or it could be called, <laughs> shadow like, cavity. <laughs> <laughs> no. You know, I don't know. I'm just fucking throwing well, stuff out there. I mean, that's the thing, though. Like, you're never going to forget that name, right? Exactly. Well, actually, no, you will, but most people won't. <laughs> I, might, I, might. I still got 930 back, so I might, I might forget it. But, <laughs> but, you know, like, that's a film, like, five years from now. Like, you know, you, you're not going to remember, um, uh, like, I, I'm, I'm thinking of a film right now, and I forget the name of it because it's not memorable. But there was one. Jack no, there was one we watched. I don't know if you guys remember where um, it was like a body, body horror where the the woman turned into like a spider or something like that. But I, once again, I don't remember the name of it. But still, like the point is, you're not gonna you're not gonna forget Butt Boy. You know, like someone's gonna mention it and you're gonna remember that film. That's why it's so effective. You know, like Shadow Cavity is funny, but like, well, I would also add too to that, Wolfie, that um. You know, you have to think like a movie like this is trying to be made and trying to get into genre film festival, right? Yeah. Well, how do you how do you stand out when you go to a Fantastic Fest or a Fantasia Festival where there's 150 genre films of of a type, you know, all sorts of types, action, horror, sci-fi, and people are thumbing through a catalog to try to figure out what to go see? Sometimes having a title is what's going to get people to stop and go, what, butt boy, what is it? You know, what is this? Right. So that's why I sort of say, like, I don't I don't want to lean too much in on my like, who's the butt boy? But I do think there's an interesting question there. Um, But I think it's so it's kind of like the title works on multiple fronts. It's sort of it's sort of, you know, whenever you can put something in there that catches someone's attention that might get somebody to buy a ticket to a random movie they don't know what it is at a festival versus going to see another movie that has a title extraordinary you know the extraordinary and butt boy were playing the same festivals last year so it's like extraordinary or butt boy you're at a genre film festival you're there to see weird movies what movie are you going to go see probably butt boy unless you dig into who's in the movie, maybe what the movie's about, you know, you could try to get more information. And, and I think a lot of genre people, they're not, they're looking for the weirdest, you know, things they're looking for like what, you know, Oh, it's got Nicholas Cage in it. I'm going to go see it. I don't even need to know what the movie is. I don't need to have made it. I don't need to know who, you know, directed it or it's a Cthulhu movie or whatever. It's just like, screw it. You know? Um, yeah. So I think that's the thing. I mean, I would agree but I do think that there is actually an interesting question to who the butt boy is. And, yeah, and you know, I have theories on that. So, uh, <laughs> hey, that, that, so the title to me is actually pretty, a pretty good title now that I think about it. Yeah. And, and what did you just say, Raven? I want you to repeat that. In a way, we're all the butt boys. <laughs> in, in a way. Yeah, <laughs> especially when you get up around fifty, right? Yeah, yeah. You have to be there's, the butt boy. There's a great, there's a great Billy Conley has a great thing where he's like, turning fifty is the worst when you're a man because your doctor all of a sudden loses all interest in your testicles <laughs> and, and only has interest in your asshole. <laughs> oh, like sometimes you forget. Yeah. Sometimes you forget what your doctor looks like because he's always behind you. <laughs> All right, we haven't heard from Marys. I got, I got, to, I got to hear from Marys about this one. Uh, do you really want to hear from me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. 
Yes. Yeah, okay. Um, I mean, because I I knew nothing about this movie until I heard the title, and then I all I knew was it was a comedy thriller. Yeah. I saw that and going in, I didn't even bother reading the description. So I was expecting a completely different movie stepping into this, um, and I, I I feel that was a I don't know because because of the title, I thought it was going to be more over the top in the fact that it played more of a police procedural. Yeah, I I had I was nitpicking yeah. a little too much um, because they played it straight. Um, I, I just was, I was picking up plot holes with it. Um, in this type of movie, you shouldn't be doing that because it is a ridiculous movie. The movie's called butt boy. You shouldn't be overanalyzing plot points with this movie. Um, so I feel (laughs) that that was a little bit of a disservice because of that. Um, all right. Yeah. I mean, I, I could totally, I, I totally see that, you know, because with the name, I could see waiting for like the sort of like wahaha moments. And then if they don't happen, you're kind of like, well, what's going on here? You know, and, and, and you're getting more of a serious film without realizing it. And you're sort of like prepared for something else based on the title, you know? Oh, yeah. And I mean, there were, there were, I mean, it wasn't 100% straight. Like all the office stuff, that was completely over the top. Like, you weren't like oh, laughing, yeah. but you're 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 watching the screen like mouth open, like oh my, is this really happening? Like that, it was just absurd. Like, and I'm sure like people work in offices where stuff like that would happen. Like, actually, you know what? I went to a conference for my work where like they wanted us to chant the 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 company name, and I'm like, I had flashbacks to that while this guy's clapping and doing his little rap, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That shit actually happens. Like, wow, that was weird. Um, so it was just stuff like that. But it was just, I don't know, because they played straight and they wanted you to be, take it not serious. Like, that. to me, that was it, it, two separate things, and it didn't go well together. Yep. And now, I- now, no, wrong. I love the concept behind this movie, because this is a completely original movie. Unless you're like MZ and you always venture beyond the beaded curtain at the VHS stores and, <laughs> and explored all the movies of the men taking things up their butts. Um, it's called Variety, dude. You ought to try it. It's called Variety. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, and and Ares brings up a good point. The I thought the office scenes were fucking hilarious. Like that that boss oh. was was fucking amazing. And where they're doing he like, was, yeah, oh, he was a total douche <laughs> boss. Well, there was one. Well, when they're with doing that, with that uh, that just drove me nuts. But but in a good way. Yeah, and I especially and. I, because he has a couple of lines throughout the film uh, is the little uh, physically challenged guy. Yeah. Way to you go. Know, he gets nice lines. Yeah, that was uh, his uh, the actor was Stephen James Tingus, and I thought he was hilarious. The lines that he had oh, were, lo- were great. I love that yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, no, I I I thought that that was that's where the comedy really shown. I think is just sort of like almost like parodying, parodying um, you know what what an office uh, sort of environment is like. And they were doing the "We Will Rock You" like chant. Yeah, <laughs> there was just some really and, funny stuff and, there. And it's done in that way where the, the, the camera is right in the center of, of the uh, the circle of employees. It's just circling around and around. And everyone's just like in rhythm with that. We will rock you yeah. chant and everything going to going to the uh, the uh, the company name. And, it, and uh, when I saw that, I knew I don't, I don't I don't know what it is about me, but I, I'm, I'm like off center when it comes to certain things. and and when you know what i was watching you know up to that point was you know it was interesting but i don't know but when it when it came to that scene where the camera was circling around and everyone's chanting the company name uh I, i just felt like this is something really completely different after that 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 for as ridiculous as that scene might seem and and as innocent as that scene might seem it just totally put me in a whole different area in that movie saying to my and i'm saying to myself i'm seeing something here that is really really different and that and i lo- and i and because of that i like this movie even more yeah would you yeah, would you put this on the same uh, for so for fans of like Greasy Strangler? Would you recommend this to fans of Greasy Strangler? I know it's a completely no. completely different sort of tone to it, but <laughs> uh, just in the fact that uh, uh, you know an independent movie was made in the way that they wanted it to be made, yes, I would say yes, but. Uh, Com- to compare this to the Greasy Strangler upon any other reason, no. All right, that's fair. All right, is there is there anything else about this film that you guys wanted to sort of uh, discuss? The one thing I will say, without giving anything away, the the ending kind of threw me off. That that was kind of unexpected, but um, I think I and and like Jay said, it, bringing up the question, who is Butt Boy? Uh, it kind of does add some fuel to that fire i guess but i thought the ending was shocking and and uh and apropos i guess you know and it didn't um, need any explaining either yeah exactly what was that Aris? well you know i mean well the ultimate ending was a little shocking to me i kind of saw it coming to some degree um the whole butt boy thing for me i it really wasn't like i i don't know i i I, I understood it right right away, like like not at the beginning of the movie, but at the end of the movie, like it was just like, oh yeah, okay, that. Yep. And there was also another thing. Like, I don't want to spoil it, but it was very heavy handed of the that it was going to be more. It was going to resurface in the end of the movie, like it almost like smacks you in the face. Like pay attention here, yep. and it was just like it could have been done a lot more subtly, and I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, I, without spoiling it, I mean, if, if you watch the movie, I think you'd you kind of understand what I'm trying to say about. Yeah. Yeah. To, to get to the the end. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got gotcha. you. Definitely on board with that. 
Uh, so yeah, I know. It's, it's, what's, interest, what's interesting is, and, you know, this is actually a really interesting conversation because, you know, I, I heard the word subtle a couple of times. And I just, <laughs> sometimes I wonder about, like, how subtle can you be um, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a movie called Butt Boy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I get, I, get the po- I get the point, but I also think, like, that's where, you know, to me, you have to look at this film, I think, um, and I and I totally agree with Aries in terms of like you know if you really watch this I've seen this movie three times, and and uh, you know the, there there are for lack of a better word or phrase plot holes there are sort of things that clearly are telegraphed plot where you're kind of like oh I kind of see where this is going um, and and you know it's not like and you know I think in in a different type of movie they those might have been. I don't know, at least for me as an audience member, more problematic, but for, but, but I think for me, it's like, I'm willing to take all of those kind of like cracks in the filmmaking or cracks in the storytelling. They get superseded by, I think what MZ and I really like about the movie, which is the sort of the originality and the sort of like the, the core element of this is the movie that I'm making and I'm not going to apologize if it doesn't all work. You know what I mean? And again, whether it's budget, whether it's time they had to make it, all those kind of things. I'm sure, you know, there's a lot of reasons why things don't fit together as perfectly as some other films. Um, But so I think that's the thing, but I think that's also what I like about the end of the movie in particular is it at the end of the movie, it completely gives up trying to be, subtle and kind of serious and and it just kind of says like okay look it's sort of like i don't know in a weird way like a ty west movie right where it's like <laughs> yeah we're not making this horror movie and i'm but i'm sort of being sort of subdued and quiet and but then eventually ty west is like all right now i have to give you the last 20 minutes has to be kind of a horror movie right you know it has to have the things you came for so you you came to see butt boy for this you're going to get it now, right? I mean, you know, you're going to get some gross out stuff. You're going to get some shocking things. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, so I, I really loved it. I, re- I again, I, I really loved this movie. I, I, you know, but maybe that says more about me and my connection to MZ than, you know. <laughs> I mean, no, no, I do agree with you to, to a certain degree. Um, I would like it if that, it kind of dived into more of like embrace the butt boy title more than the last, you know, 10 minutes of the movie. Like if yeah. it built, if it built to that, because it was just kind of in your face that, yeah. and, and like, is like, like I said, the, the title doesn't show what the movie is and it, it doesn't, there, there should have been a little bit more of, you know, a little bit more of camp throughout the movie, I think. Yeah. And it would have, it would have made it, I'm not going to say perfect movie, but it would have made it a little bit better. Not that this is a bad movie, but I just think that you have a movie called Butt Boy, you're expecting a certain amount of camp to this movie. Yeah. And there's a, yeah. And I think what you're saying, Aries, which is true is it's, it's my one thing is there's a reveal in the movie that probably comes about 20 minutes later than it should. And, and, yeah. and it sort of late, it comes late. So there's where you're sort of talking about if this is what you're ultimately going for at the end of the movie, 
you need to kind of introduce that a little bit earlier. So people have motivations that seem a little bit clearer than just sort of, you know, they're sort of, it's almost like they didn't want to give, they didn't want to flip that card over too early. Right. They didn't want to, they didn't want to show their hand too early and they waited really, really late to sort of flip that card. And, and by then the movie's already going downhill towards the end and you're kind of right. don't even really have time to kind of like live in that. So that is definitely a, a really, a really good point, which I think. And, and also in this day and age where it's, I, I've spoken on this many times where it's, you know, it's so quick to be able to change the movie because you're watching it at home. You can just, I don't want to watch this anymore. I'm going to go watch Avengers. And yeah. it's so quick and easy where if this was in a, if you had to watch it in a theater where you were you know, like, you paid your money and you're stuck there, you're going to be sucked in. You're going to watch it to the end. But yeah. because of this, I think in this day and age that it, they might lose people. Like this is a boring movie. I'm going to, I'm going to change the, the channel and switch it to something else. Yeah. That's a good point too. That's a really good point. Yeah. I, th- I think so as well. So I think what we'll do is we'll head to the verdict on this one and just let everyone know, uh, whether this is uh, worth their uh, VOD dollars. So let's go ahead and do that. Trick or treat, baby. I wonder if people would say you're a trick or a treat. Trick or treat, motherfucker. All right, verdict time. We're going to let you know whether this flick was a trick or a treat and any final thoughts we may have. Let's uh, let's start with Rave Jadam. I mean, I'm not going to say this is the fucking anal Casablanca, right? I mean, not... <laughs> or Casablanca. <laughs> okay. But you just did. Not... I guess I did. I guess this, this would be the anal Casablanca, I guess. Uh... <laughs> but... Um... Well, I, I really was a huge mark for for Fox, you know, like, well, Fox, yeah, <laughs> my dude, and like hard drinking, again, hard drinking uh, detective. Yeah, the little jacket, the fucking goatee going on, the bangs I liked, the bangs, um, <laughs> little bangs going on like that. Um, he had a little Bobby D twinkle in his eye sometimes, like like young like Mean Streets. It was nice. <laughs> I enjoyed him. Um, we didn't talk about the kind of like, uh, I can't say this word anymore, but the wife, uh, was kind of a jerk, right? There was some things going on there. Um, well, but he, I like, he was kind of a jerk too, to be fair. I mean, <laughs> we'd learn that later, but, um, I, I really enjoyed the diner scene, um, with the hot sauce. I like that a lot. I mean, <laughs> a lot of hot sauce. Um, so I can't relate. Are you addicted to hot sauce? Uh, no, not sauce, but I'm, I'm, I struggle. You're, you're addicted to the sauce. Uh, yeah, yeah. Whether it be hot or hot, whatever the fuck comes first. I don't even fuck. But trying to say. What you're trying to say is. What I'm trying to say is, if we could be serious for a moment uh, about Butt Boy. But uh, yeah, man, it was a weird fucking journey, dude. And once again, I'm like, fucking Professor J knows this shit. I'm just going to fucking hold on and see what happens. Um, ah. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is agony. Dude. Hey, struggling. Hey, yeah. struggling. <laughs> I will say this, though. There was a scene at the end where a character fucking 
points and walks out of a room that I was fucking starting to cry. <laughs> and maybe it's, maybe it's the fucking virus. Maybe it's because all of us upset. But I'm crying at Endgame and I'm crying at Butt Boy. I don't fucking know. I need some fucking female companionship. Um, treat. <laughs> all right. It's a treat for Raven Shadow. Let's go to uh, MZ. No, well, <clears throat> yeah, you know, I when 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 this movie was playing out for me, man, and I was watching how serious and how straight that they were playing this, it it was almost so exhausting where I couldn't find the time to laugh at the fact that it was being played so straight. And it wasn't until after the movie was over that I was finally able to have a few chuckles about it. Just be in awe over how serious this movie is taking the material. So I had a great, I mean, because of that, I had a great time with that. Uh, the, uh, the big reveal, I was, I was having a really great time with that. Um, don't want to get into that, but it really is an interesting turn in the film. Uh, let's see. Uh, I think the performances were really good. I think the guy who played Fox was excellent. Um, and uh, I, mean, I, I just don't know what to say. I mean, there's only, I mean, there's only one other movie that I could think of that has the word that has the word butt in the title, and that's butt crack. <laughs> and that's the trauma. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, so if if I'm looking through that catalog at a, at a uh, convention and, or a festival, and I see Butt Boy, you sure as hell gonna I'm gonna find out what the hell that movie's all about. And you know what? I'm glad I did. This movie is serious, yet it is un. The, the comedy in it is very underlying and it's very good. Uh, very well written, very well, very well acted. Had a lot of things going, for, has a lot of things going for it. Um, and uh, it was just enough of the grossed out factor that that I I truly enjoyed this movie. It was it, it, this is a very good recommend for me. This is a treat. All right, treat for MZ. Let's go to Aries. Um, yeah, I mean, I've already like stated my my problems and likes with this movie. Um, there are, I mean, I I, I love the, the the originality aspect of this story, um, but I mean, there was, like I said, there was uh, tonal issues with it. Um, some of the comedy, there was very little laugh out loud comedy in this. Um, there was one thing that I love that it was, you, it's very difficult to pull off in most movies. Um, it's like comedic from two different points where it's epic from one standpoint, but nothing from another. Um, when you see the movie, you'll understand it. Uh, the best I can say is like Ant-Man where it's, you know, different perspectives where it's, like I said, epic and then nothing. And that makes it funny. Um, when you see the movie, you'll understand that, that, that scene. Um, but all in all, this movie definitely is, is, is a treat. Um, especially with, you know, your, your second home. So 
watch this movie. Like, <laughs> you know, take, take an hour and a half. Watch this movie. Um, so, yeah, treat. <laughs> All right, uh, let's hear from Professor Jay. This movie's a total trick. We all know it. It's just a big no. No, it's a treat. I mean, to, and again, to me, I, I won't. I won't say too much more. But I, again, just to me, in terms of, I get really excited by seeing filmmakers do something. And again, you know, we'll say it's original, but then, of course, you know, somebody will say, "No, there was a movie 15 years ago where." But I, I, I think that's the thing for me is I think when I was watching this, uh, you know, we all watch a lot of movies. And I think when you can see something that you legitimately say, I, I just I've never seen that before. And then on top of that, to be engaged enough to go again, I, I did laugh out loud several times. I was laughing at things that were clearly pay, played very deadpan and very straight that I just thought were hilarious. Um so uh, yeah, it, to me, it's a treat. I think it's something that you know it only makes me kind of excited for what what this what this person might do next. You know, if somebody gave them a, I mean, again, it's like think about someone like a James Gunn, right? Trauma. Yeah. He makes trauma movies, and then he gets you know millions of dollars to make a Marvel movie, and the guy can you know. So not that I think these guys are going to get that kind of a thing, but, you know, it could be that kind of a thing where, you know, 10, five, 10 years from now, we, this could be, you know, an Edgar Wright or a kind of a thing where they're making really interesting stylistic movies with a, with a bigger budget and yeah. um, better actors maybe, or just, again, not that it's needed. So I, a treat for me for sure. Yeah. And even look at the, uh, the guy who did the Spider-Man uh homecoming i think he, he didn't he do clown or was that the one i think i think that was the guy if i'm not mistaken who did uh he he did a lot of like kind of like low budget stuff like that too and you know and then all of a sudden he's doing uh you know huge uh spider-man movies so i, I definitely i can yeah or like even kaika watiti right i mean yeah. You know, you look at some of his stuff, he goes from uh, what we do in the shadows and hunt for wilder people to, you know, being a Star Wars Marvel guy. I mean, and again, not that that's the ultimate goal, but I, I just to me, that's what's exciting to me when you see these filmmakers and they go, OK, so I think and to me, that's why I would argue also too. That's why I think it's really important. That's why I like podcasts like this and stuff, because it's like these are the kind of movies that that we should be championing in some way, shape or form, or at least letting know people are out there to kind of experience. Yeah. You know, you don't need to promote the invisible man that's got a studio behind it. Right. That's going to make its money. These are the people who need eyes on movies like this so they can make the next movie. And if you don't, then they're not going to make it. So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, I don't. There's not too much more to say about this. Uh, I would also call it a treat, and the premise is so fucking bizarre. Uh, but aside from that, it's actually a pretty decent tense flick. And you know, I think that people will get scared off by the title and the premise. But and and if they do, I think they're just going to miss a pretty interesting film 
that deals with a myriad of issues that you wouldn't normally expect, uh, including addiction. You know, I think that that is maybe not the, the thesis behind this, but I think it's also a, a, a part of it of, you know, of dealing with addiction. So I think that there's some interesting stuff going on here. And if you can get past the the part that Arias had said, you know, the name of the film is Butt Boy. If you can get past that, I think there's a pretty interesting film here. So... Yeah, if you guys are looking for something to watch in the quarantine, uh, your stay at home, uh, you know, you could definitely do worse than Butt Boy, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, and next week we are going to be doing, uh, so that's going to wrap up our discussion here of Butt Boy, and next week we're going to be doing a film from IFC Midnight called The Other Lamb. Have you seen oh, this one, Jay? I have. I started Tiff last year. Oh, so that sounded like a good thing then. Uh, well, again, for me, yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah no, I like it quite a bit. Okay. Awesome. Well, that's that's reassuring to hear. So, uh, we're going to be doing the other lamb. It's available on VOD. If you guys want to check that out and play along at home, you can go and uh, check it out. It's on VOD. So, well, Jay, we've already taken up like ninety minutes of your time. I know you're busy. You got a lot of stuff. You got some places to go, babies to kiss. Yeah, I got and- places to go, man. <laughs> But uh, it, I mean, it's uh, it's been way too long. But I always love hanging out with you and, and just shooting the shit and talking films with you. And um, now, you know, once everything's back to normal, I'm going to make a point to come down to North Carolina since I'm a lot closer now in Maryland. So I'm going to yeah, come absolutely. down and see a film. Everyone's welcome. You do a rem- you do a remote trick or treat radio from uh from charlotte north carolina that's right we can make it happen we can make it happen so uh all right jay is there anything you want to any anything else you want to plug or promote or anything no i just uh appreciate you guys having me on and uh you know just feel free to invite me whenever you know the more i'm invited the more i'll know i'm wanted and you know i'll come on and shit with you guys whenever so i appreciate i appreciate y'all yeah, well, we'll definitely, I mean, uh, we always love having you on, so we'll definitely take you up on that offer soon. I was actually a little afraid of having a fifth person on Skype just because everyone else is remote right now, but it worked out worked out pretty good. There's a little bit of, you know, of, of sound in there, but, you know, you, nothing we can do having five people connected via Skype. So other, I think I think all, everything said, I think, I think it went pretty well. So, yeah, Jay, thanks so much, man. I always love chatting with you, and uh, you, you stay safe out there, you and, you and, uh, you and yours. And, um, you know, definitely looking forward to being able to hang out with you again soon. All right. Take care, everybody. All right, Jay. See you, buddy. Take care, man. Later, buddy. Bye. All right. The awesome Professor Jay. We, uh, we always love hanging out with that dude. So oh, I appreciate him and his time and uh, bringing us Butt Boy. All right. It doesn't sound right. Introducing yeah. us to Butt Boy. Is that better? That doesn't sound much no. better. <laughs> there's, I can't. There's no introducing. Introducing. There's us, no winning with this title. Yeah, introducing us to a film called Butt Boy. How about that? Uh, <laughs> still. But uh, honestly, I'm. I like when 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 we were last week. I didn't think we'd have five treats. I gotta admit. <laughs> but uh, but no, there you go. I mean, just to prove, like. You know, you can't judge a movie based on title alone or synopsis because I think that a lot of people would have seen this and read the synopsis and be like, "Yeah, this isn't for me." So, but yeah, I, I thought for certain Raven Shadow was going to give this a trick. 
Hey, he's open-minded there, Raven Channel. I'm, I'm proud of you. Yeah, no, I was, I legitimately, I was fucking like crying in this fucking scene. What the fuck? <laughs> like, really, at that pointing scene? The pointing, but the walking out too, though. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, that was, I, you know what? I that was borderline comical to me. The emotionality of what he was going through. That was a fuck you scene. But it I was feeling. Was, it. Yeah. But no, I felt the fuck you. It was that like, dude, you were. Bro, dude, you fucking did your fucking thing, and now oh. you fuck you. So I was like, <laughs> I was with that. No, I wasn't like. It wasn't for what he who he was pointing at. It was why he pointed. Yeah, that was the fuck you. That was that. That was I don't know. I don't know. That wasn't emotional to me. I'm sorry. No, it's the way like when Rocky Balboa makes me cry. Like it's just those things that just I just I was I was a little fucking thought there was some. Okay, know. well yeah, no no no, I'm not I'm not judging you. Mm. Different people react different to different scenes. That that had no emotional reaction to me. Like I'm sorry. Well, you got. <laughs> you invented right. war. Say that again, Rachel. He invented war. Yeah, he did. Rocky, by the way, Rocky really liked your uh, your anal Casablanca line. I did it for Rock. He said, "Oh fuck, I can't breathe." <laughs> you know, you know, it's funny actually. I I don't know why I never I never put two and two together, but Anthony's name in the chat room tonight was a fucking reference to the movie. I I, I just am now real. I realized that like twenty minutes ago. Yeah. Detective Hot Sauce. Yeah, he uh, loved yeah. hot sauce. See, yeah. I love Anthony so much. Call me Anthony. We're going to make a fucking podcast. <laughs> no, you're going to have the blackout tapes? Yeah, I'm calling him at 2 in the morning. <laughs> between 2 and 4 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Raven Chatter will call between 2 and 4 a.m. <laughs> 2 p.m. and 4 a.m. <laughs> yeah, that's probably more <laughs> like it. All right, so, yeah, so uh, as I mentioned, next week we're going to be doing The Other Lamb. I had a feeling that Jay would have seen that. He sees everything, literally sees every fucking, like, genre film uh, before they come out because he goes to the festivals, and he's also, uh, you know, he, he books uh, festivals. So he uh, he gets lots of screeners and always trusts his opinion and always love talking film with him. So a uh, pleasure having him on. Uh, oh, Detective Hot Sauce says, I'll be up, Raven Shadow. <laughs> So now you have to call between two and four. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Now remember, you didn't specify a day, so. That is true. <laughs> yeah, that is true. I'll fucking surprise the shit out of him. All right. So we are uh, running a little late, but it's okay because I, 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 I really enjoyed that conversation with Jay. And I want to get to the voice messages. But if you guys have, I know the question that we're asking people was to talk about our favorite films that that have foods in their title so if you guys have any that you want to mention uh you know we'll get to them but we also have some voice messages i think we're going to tackle that that subject or at least one of them will so we did get a voice message last week literally as soon as we went off the air uh from arkham josh so i'm going to lead off with that so it may be related to the film from last week i'm not sure but um let's uh start with that and kick things off with our buddy arkham josh 
Hey, Trick or Treat Radio guys. I'm hoping I'm getting this in on time. I know it's pretty last minute, but it's uh, Arkham Josh here, just catching up. Uh, first off, last week, Guns of Kimbo. I was looking forward to this film because I really loved Deathgasm. Um, and I thought it was really good. I did think there was a couple scenes that were a little hindered by its reliance on CG. I know uh, that it, uh, that it, you know, it was really trying to emulate video games in some sequences, but um, there was a couple of times, like especially Especially like the, the car motorcycle chase where I thought it should either go a little bit more um, like, like graphically like a video game or a little bit more realistic instead it was kind of somewhere in the middle that didn't completely work for me. Overall though, I'm still going to say uh, it's a treat and a recommend because I had a lot of fun with it and um, I mean I like the cast uh, thought the story was good. I mean granted we all know not the most original but it was a uh, you know, told and acted really well. There were some really great set pieces, some really good effects, some good music. So I, I thought overall Guns Akimbo worked. Um, and like I said, a uh, treat and recommend. So uh, this week for Extraordinary, I actually hadn't heard of this. Um, interesting um, kind of just coincidence because um, Steph and I had started rewatching the Will Forte series Last Man on Earth. Uh, given everything that's going on, and if you don't remember that series, it's a uh, sitcom about a guy who thinks he's the last man on Earth after a virus wipes out most of humanity in 2020. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, okay, so Extraordinary, um, this was a lot of fun. Um, I, you know, I, I thought the cast was really good, the story was really good. Had some good twists to it. I, some things I kind of saw coming, but overall... This, one, this movie was a lot of fun, and it worked really well. It's a big surprise, so it's definitely a treat and a recommend. Um, so yeah, two treats, two recommends. I hope you guys are doing well. I hope the uh, quarantines have been good to you. I hope nobody's feeling ill. And I really look forward to uh, getting through with this and uh, getting on up there and seeing you guys in person. All right? Yeah. Have a good one. Bye. All right, Josh. Awesome. Glad you dug both films. I'm glad uh, we could uh, hip you to Extraordinary because, uh, yeah, we dug that too. <laughs> Raven Chad, I'm not sure if you like this Raven Jay that he just sent us. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to understand the context of that. I don't like it. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it on right now. So for people watching the live I don't know what it's from. People watching the live feed now are seeing it and uh, – Jesus. <laughs> so uh it's you wanna you wanna uh, explain it, MZ? Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> I'd be happy to. Okay, uh it's a picture of it's a picture of yours truly done up in a in a uh muscle tee, looking all out of shape. Uh in my usual monster self. <laughs> <laughs> on a shoe shine box and there's raven shadow uh shining my hooves and i say thank you show shine boy you're humble and lovable and raven shadow says thank you kind sir <laughs> but what's what's hanging between your legs what's dangling there those look like my balls <laughs> <laughs> your balls look like a foot <laughs> They look like hooves. I know they look like, they yeah. look like another hoof. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. The balls is... are like cloven hooves. 
<laughs> oh shit! Balls like cloven oh, hooves. Now, Raven Shadow. What is that referencing? I don't know. Uh, Raven J you says know? underdog. Exactly, underdog. See, I was never underdog fan, man. Yeah, underdog was a shoeshine boy. I am the underdog. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like the 04 Red Sox. <laughs> you're, uh, you're, you're Kevin Millar. I am like Kevin Millar. <laughs> I'm more like the 03 Red Sox. Yeah, you are. Get all get all the way to the end and have your hopes and dreams crushed, right? David <laughs> <And> Wells. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's move on to the next voice message. And this is this is from uh, I feel bad f- for him because uh, I think he's been dealing with uh, there's a lot of uh, crazy fucks in Wisconsin <laughs> having uh, having. Um, some some crazy uh did you did you guys see the pictures of the the people who are uh, revolting against the stay at home and i think it was in wisconsin if i'm not mistaken it basically looked no. like something out of out of a dawn of the dead like yeah michigan oh it was michigan okay i thought i think i think wisconsin had one too actually wisconsin oh had. that wasn't from a zombie that was a real photo yeah it's a real photo yeah of uh uh, I, I don't want to characterize or generalize, but I'm pretty sure they're all Republicans and all Trump Trump uh, supporters. Oh, I thought it was from a fucking a still from a fucking zombie flick. Yeah, it looks it. No. Yeah, from, yeah uh, you can you could play goblin over that and it would fit perfectly. Yeah, it was taken yesterday in fucking real life. So, anyways, uh, I think there's uh, I think there's some of that some of the. Um, um, protests going on in Wisconsin as well. So hopefully uh, he's safe out there. But uh, let's hear from our boy, First Time Mike. What's up, Trick or Treat family? This is First Time Mike. How's everybody doing? Uh, nothing much update on my end. Uh, still working. Uh, still uh, get, getting uh, support in local restaurants where I can by getting some carryout. Uh, they, just today they announced that they're uh, moving, keeping our stay in place until the uh till memorial day so six more weeks of this uh, i wonder if i see my own shadow it might be less but hey who knows in this uh strange new world we're living in all i want to say is that i wishing you all the best whether you're quarantined at home or uh an essential worker like myself everybody stay safe and uh you know we're all there we're on the same boat, and uh, I'm here for you guys if you, if you need it. But on to more fun stuff. Thanks, buddy. You guys mentioning Hamburger, the motion picture, brought back a lot of memories because I adored that movie when I was a kid. Uh, it was one of those movies that they played constantly on HBO, um, including back in the days when HBO was the only thing we got through TVQ in Wisconsin, and it was a box, and all you got was HBO. Uh, and then soon afterwards, we got cable with uh, a couple channels in HBO. And but uh, Hamburger was uh, one of those movies, those uh, '80s comedies that they showed constantly on the channel. And I remember it well with Dick Butkus, uh, with the ridiculous hats, the the uh, the Hamburger University slash church, uh, the phrases like. 
put those cookies down, motherfucker. And my <laughs> one of my favorite characters on there, soul singer Magneto Jones, who was a guy who was about to cut his new out al- his album, uh, Soul to the Bone, but it was kidnapped by the university to uh, for diversity purposes. And uh, it's a fun movie. I was always surprised that nobody ever did a DVD release or yeah. now even uh, Vinegar Syndrome. Get on it. You can do a Blu-ray of it. Uh, I wonder if it's a rights issue, but Hamburger the Most in Picture, I've seen it on uh, YouTube. Uh, check it out. It's a funny movie, and, and it's a good uh, walk down memory lane. Uh, one of my other favorite food title uh, movies is uh, The Stuff. Uh, by uh, oh, Larry yeah. Cohen, and that's just a fun uh, one of his pokes at uh, consumerism and in his uh, funny but cyni- very cynical nature with the new uh, fat-free miracle food of the 80s turns out to eat you from both the inside and out. Uh, some of the special effects look goofy today, and I've uh, seen reviews that mock them, but there's something still kind of really creepy and disturbing about how this, how uh, they animated the stuff for this movie that still are really effective today and uh, just in- intensely creepy. Uh, your mention of Popcorn last week uh, makes me want to search that movie out. I have not seen that movie for a long time, but I uh, remember it was pretty good. Uh, Monster Zero mentioned Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, which I loved, and uh, Trivia Point also had a cartoon for a while and action figures. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah where you yeah. could get actually get uh, monster tomatoes and uh, various characters uh, at the toy stores. I remember those uh, quite uh, quite uh, properly. I'm d- I'm doing this off on my head, so uh, sorry about that. And uh, lastly, another one, since you can actually eat, you can eat duck, uh, don't, tor- don't Torture Duckling by Lucio Fulci, a very good giallo film. I snuck that one in. I was being clever. But uh, that's all I got for today. This is first time, Mike, again, once again, wishing everybody be safe wherever you are. Uh, have a good night. Bye. All right, first time, Mike, and I, I love when he's off the cuff. You don't need to fucking write anything, man. You, you do amazing as it is, and those are some great ones that, uh, I, honestly, th- those were a lot of the ones that I was even going to bring up. So the stuff was was going to be one of mine, and and uh, and popcorn. Any any anything to add to that, MZ? I know you you like uh, Fulci. What for? Uh, what just Fulci flicks? No, 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 no. The food fix, food flicks, man. Ooh. Oh, food flicks, food flicks. I was just gonna see if you wanted to comment on what uh, first time Mike said. Don't torture a duckling. Attack the killer tomatoes. Oh. No, great flicks, great flicks, especially killer tomatoes. Jesus, yeah, that that movie has to be seen to be believed. <laughs> I, I haven't seen. Um, which is the one with Clooney? Was that the sequel? Yeah, that was Revenge the Strike. sequel. Thus, uh, Killer Tomatoes Strike Back. Okay. No. 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 Uh, Return of the Killer Tomatoes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's what I meant to say. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's been literally tens to 20, 20 years as I've seen those. So it's been a while. Yeah, I, I'd I'd love to check out uh, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes again, though. Oh, they're great. Um. Well, let's see. Well, I know, I know. Um, Return of the Killer Tomatoes 
is on, at least I think it's still on uh, the Tubi. The Tubi. The Tubi. So check it out there. I see you've been hitting the Tubi lately. I have. I have. All right. So uh, awesome for us, Mike. Thank you. And um, let's see. So we had uh, Anthony was uh, commenting on the the people in Michigan. So, yeah, definitely was in Michigan as corny and, and... and Detective Hot Sauce <laughs> pointed out. They said, uh, Anthony said, militia clowns. And he said, I wish we could shove them up Buck Boy's ass. <laughs> <laughs> that would be one way to take care of them, that's for sure. Uh, Rocky says he loves hamburger. And uh, he also says, that fat motherfucker there, that fat motherfucker there, those two giggling motherfuckers there, and that skinny walnut head motherfucker, they are ordered oh, 60. Shit. <laughs> I, watched, I watched hamburger on YouTube on Saturday. Oh, did nice. you? It was great, yeah. Um, it was a weird trip, man, because I hadn't seen that, you know, in a, in a fucking in a grip, you know, since I was a, a pup. Yeah, yeah. Um, but oh yeah, the nudity was flowing. I liked the even on YouTube. Uh, yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. That wasn't sure if they censored it. Yeah. No, there's no censorship. Um, I forget the fact that the main character like could have been like 1980s Hal Jordan. He had. <laughs> hair and the chin going on yeah yeah we uh, uh, oh shit I'm, I'm forgetting his name now we talked about him last week though yeah yeah who's like, the lead who's the uh, lee, Hal lee, lee mccloskey yeah what's that yeah he was just one of the guys and also uh dario argento's inferno yep who was seen just one of the guys he was terry's boyfriend yeah who was boyfriend? terry the main character Oh yes, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yep, yep. Um but he was fantastic. Uh Dick Buckus, very svelte. Um <laughs> uh, very weird film that I don't know if it still holds up to a forty three year old eyes, but it was a nice trip down memory lane. Uh it was pretty rad. <laughs> uh Raven J says Tubi has some fucking awesome documentaries. Uh, hmm. Rocky says the Cuban lady. Oh my god! Just, oh my god! Yeah, she's like, you take a close up, you make love to me now. Like the fucking, she came in with those fucking red panties on with a machine gun. Don't fucking tell me, Rock. Yeah. Call me tonight, Rock. I'll be up. <laughs> Detective Hot Sauce says home fries like water for chocolate, cannibal holocaust. <laughs> you complete me. I was gonna say fucking home fries. Can I jump in? Yeah. Uh, yeah. With fucking crazy Jake Busey. The uh, not oh, the yeah. wow. Owen brother. Um, who's the... Luke. Not Zoolander. Luke Wilson. Luke Wilson. Yeah. And I think Drew Barrymore was pregnant. Yeah, yeah. And it culminated with, like, Luke... Uh, Jake Busey in Apache helicopter opening fire. Yeah, yeah. On- I, I have seen that. That's right, yeah. I, I saw that in the theater, I think, because uh, um, when I was a projectionist, I think it played there, and I watched it. Like, what the fuck? I'm going to watch that this weekend. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's definitely some good ones right there. And and MZ, would you consider Cannibal Holocaust a a, a film with uh, food in the title? Uh, no. <laughs> Why not? Well, cannibal is isn't a food; it's a lifestyle. <laughs> true. All right. <laughs> it, it's a food based movie. It is true. It is a food based movie. Yeah, like Soil and yeah. Green, right? Yeah, Soil and Green. That was going to be my pick for uh, food-based movies. Yeah. Nice, Eric. 
Yeah, that's actually that's a really good one. <laughs> and the funny thing is, there is a product named Soylent now that is edible, which is kind of funny. Uh, obviously, you know, tongue in cheek, but it technically is an actual food that you can buy right now. So, yeah, the Soylent Green, I've seen it in the stores. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Oh, some good ones. All right. Well, we got. Uh, let's see. Oh, Raven J says Corn Dog Man. Is that a movie? MZ, uh, you would know. Corn Dog Man. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever heard of it. I've oh, heard yeah, of ice yeah. cream. It is the Corn Dog Man. Yeah. It is. Oh, okay. From, from 1999. Uh, let's see. Who's it? Uh, stars Noble Willingham. Hmm. He looks familiar, but I don't. He was in a bunch. Of, he was in like City Slickers, Ace Ventura, Good Morning Vietnam. <laughs> All right, there you go, Corn Dog Man. <laughs> All right, we got two more voice messages. Uh, this is the second one from Arkham Josh. This is this week's voice message. So let's take a listen. Hey, Trick or Radio guys, Arkham Josh here. Just uh, calling in, getting out of my quarantine for a few minutes to take the dog out for a walk. Um, so I'm just uh, calling in about this week's film, Butt Boy. Um, you know what? It was better than I was expecting by the title, <laughs> but didn't 100% work for me. I thought the premise was actually very interesting, um, and I like how, for the most part, it was all played straight and shot in a more serious manner. Um, that kind of that kind of diff- went against the the premise, um, and I even thought that the leads were pretty good. I thought some of the supporting characters weren't that great, and there's just something about it just didn't fully grab me. Um, it didn't 100% work for me, but um, I'm still gonna say treat because um, this is definitely the kind of thing. Um, that can't have been easy to pull off. <laughs> uh, I know it's, it's a, a relatively new director who's also one of the stars of the film, I believe. Um, I would definitely be very interested to see what he does in the future. Um, so yeah, so I'd say a treat, but a kind of social recommend. If it's on a social media platform that you were already paying for, I mean a streaming platform that you're already pay- paying for, you know what? Check it out, but don't necessarily have to go out of your way to see it. Um, so I hope you guys are doing good. Hope everybody's uh, hasn't gone stir crazy staying in the house yet. Uh, and also to uh, chime in on the food titled movies. Um, obviously, I'm a huge fan of Kentucky Fried Movie and all that, but uh, you know what? I'm gonna go with the uh, little scene, late '80s, shot on video, cannibal horror film, Lunch Meat. So hey. <laughs> You guys have a good one, and I look forward to checking out this episode tomorrow, all right? Have a good one. Bye. <laughs> all right. Lunch meat. Have you seen that, MZ? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've heard of it. <laughs> well, that's a good one. Uh, have yeah. You, I've never seen it. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it in years. I don't remember really anything about it. All right. Yeah, I'm actually looking for it. I don't know. Uh... It's not unless it's called something else. It's not showing up on IMDb, anyways. No, no, it's called Lunch Meat. Yeah, I remember seeing. Yeah, I remember I, seeing it. Uh, I just. All right. Well, uh, thank you, Josh. Good to hear from you uh, twice this week. 
and um, hope you're staying safe and, uh, you know, nice to get out once in a while and take the dog for a walk and get some fucking actual fresh air. All right, we got one more. This is a, this is a quickie. Uh, let's check us out. I can't believe Johnny Wolfenstein has had 48 hours of butt love. He got cut off there. Uh, he's referring as Rocky, by the way, and he's referring to last night. Uh, all I'll say is Mars ate a two pound, two pounds of low fat strawberry yogurt while we we're doing the uh, Force Insensitive podcast. Two pounds? Two pounds. Yep. Two pound container. How much of, is that? Uh, it's one of those, you know, when you go to the, you, you go and you want to buy yogurt and you get one of the huge like tubs. That lasts like a week or two for most people. Yeah, yeah, like that. That can't be good for you, right? Oh no, no. He said. He I was... mean, there's there's far worse things you could eat be eating, but still, two pounds of yogurt. That's yeah. It, I checked because he posted the picture of it. Eight hundred calories and one hundred and twenty grams of sugar. Jeez. And today he said he felt sick. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> good for a diabetic. Yeah, I know exactly. That's that's like more sugar than anyone should have. In, in like one day. So, all right. So we're actually, uh, the iPads are going to die here. So we're getting close to the end anyway. So uh, any other uh, films about food you guys want to bring up before we say goodbye? Nope. No. Okay, we got them all. I, there were some good ones. Uh, the our, yeah. our, our, listen, our listeners and friends uh, sent us some good ones. So we appreciate that, helping us fill it out. If uh, you guys have any thoughts about that, you know, or if you check out Butt Boy eventually, if you're curious, if you're, if you're feeling curious and want to check out Butt Boy, uh, if go you're ahead. Butt curious. Yeah, tell us uh, what you think. Uh, podcast at trickortreeradio.com. Or if we've got any any movies with food in the title, you can also go ahead and uh, let us know. All right, so let's go around the room and say our goodbyes, starting with Monster Zero. Riverdale douchebags. Aries. All right, don't forget to wash your hands and wash your butt. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rave Chetto. The fast love hard die with your mask on. All right, everyone. Well, we appreciate you hanging out with us, spending your your you know your quarantine time with us here on uh, Trick or Treat Radio. Big, huge thank you to Professor Jay. I fucking love that dude. Love talking film with him, and um, he and I were just talking, just you know, chatting a little bit about having him back on again sometime soon. Because uh, always love doing that, and he said he said some good things about you guys. It's amazing if someone had nice things to say about you guys. Send me that. <laughs> he just said, uh, thanks, for having, thanks for having me on. Always love hanging out with you guys. So Very kind of you, Jay, and uh, we appreciate you coming on. And uh, everyone go support your local theaters, support, support your independent uh, distributors. Let's keep them going during this time. And uh, all of you, come back next week. Stay safe so you can come back next week. And uh, hang out with us because we love hanging out with you. So thanks to everyone who contributed tonight, everyone who listened live, and everyone who's going to listen to the podcast. We love you. Bye. Is that your work phone? Yeah, why? What? Are you hearing noises? Yeah. Sounds like a train going yeah, through. Yeah, it's... It's like you're broadcasting from LaGuardia Airport.